Welcome back, everybody, to the PC Master Race Podcast, episode 48. Today's episode is free to play or free to pay. My name's Dakota. My name's John. And my name is Jones. And John, I told you, whatever you put on the teleprompter, Dakota will read. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So today's episode uh, was inspired by last week's episode. And we're going to get into it like hardcore later on. But last week, we told everybody to download <laughs> Destiny because, yeah. we wanted to, <laughs> because we wanted to play Destiny with everybody and do the raids together. And also, this is going to jump into what we've been playing. Uh, mm-hmm. We tried Destiny, and turns out they decided that they were going to take away all of the like previous raids. And yeah. now the only ones available are paid in a free-to-play yeah. game. The only raids you what can do, nice you have to, to pay do. $40 for. Yeah. They basically gutted the game. So that was kind of the the uh, main concept behind this episode is that was the kickoff. That was the kickoff point. <laughs> and uh, I know if you if you've listened to a lot of the episodes of the show that we have had a monetization episode in the past in April. And that was a more generic, like talking about just different ways to monetize video games. Whereas this one is going to specific. This one is going to be specifically talking about free to play, like kind of the history, where it came from, how it started, how it blew up, and the transition. A lot of people and companies have changed to. It's like, hey, we can if we make a game free, we make more money, and everyone's like, that's never gonna work, and like, boom, now and you have, wow, it did, it and did and then and now and now yeah. uh, the Epic Game Store exists because of Fortnite, so there you go, yeah. But that was kind of the kind of the idea. Marty, yeah. we gotta go back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but definitely, um, uh, if you listened to our last episode, now you're listening to this one. Uh, if you have installed and started playing Destiny, just go ahead and delete that. We're gonna get I'm into so that sorry. in a little bit. Before yeah, before we get into that, though, we want to kick off a couple of our community events that we have ongoing, and the most important one, Dakota, will explain to you right now. Yeah, so the biggest one right now is that if you have not joined the Discord, please do, uh, because you're going to want to sign up for the monthly game club and get your game submissions in for the games we'll be playing in January, because we will be... Uh, picking a winner out of the people who have suggested games for January's monthly game club. Um, On December 9th, Mm -hmm. we will be picking somebody to win a free copy of uh, Cyberpunk 2077 on either Steam or GOG, whichever Mm -hmm. one you prefer. Yeah. And you can, that basically ends December 9th because we picked the winner then. So you only have, at the time that this comes out, I think you have two days. Yeah. So yeah, this is coming out on the 7th. Basically you have Monday and Tuesday when this is coming out. Because yeah. by Wednesday, it's already going to be launching. So pretty much, I was going to say by like Tuesday night, we're pretty much going to be picking somebody. Because most people are going to be able to play by like uh, Wednesday night, you know? North America yeah. gets North America, to play it. Like and, almost uh, a day early, it seems. Yeah. And you're yeah. going to want to try to get this. I've heard that it's a pretty anticipated game. Uh, I don't know oh, much really? about it. I don't know. But it's supposed to be good. I know. There's like no marketing. It's yeah, it's so like strange. a indie developers doing it or something. I don't know that much yeah. about it. Uh, a startup. I think it's called like Blizzard. Something no, like it's that. like uh, Robert Space Industries. Isn't it like Cyberpunk oh, 2077 God. Cold War? 
Yeah, it's oh, that okay. new Call of Duty game. It's just an, it's like Call of Duty Thirty Seven. Supposed to be like the best battle royale to come out in the in the century. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. All right. CD Projekt so. Red comes out and they're like, actually, it's actually just a battle royale. We lied this entire time. <laughs> I do like. I saw the one meme where it's like, sorry, it's all a lie. We just wanted to meet Counter Reeves. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. We just wanted to meet Counter Reeves. It was all for. And then it's that meme. It's like understandable. Have a great day. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the other community event that we wanted to mention is that we are going to have a video game draft mm-hmm. next year for 2021. Yeah. And that's basically like fantasy football, but for video, video games. games. Yeah. Yeah. So we have like the the rules and like how it all works mm-hmm. on our Discord. And we have a channel specifically for it. And we have like announcements and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But we are going to be running a couple of those because... We like have we made a sheet that's all automated, so it's going to be super easy to do it yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to be running a couple of them just because there's only ten slots per uh, yeah fantasy per draft draft. Yeah. So if you wanted to jump in on that, how many slots do we have open on the second? So one? we filled up the first one like almost immediately, and the second one as of today that we're recording, which is uh, Thursday, um, there's four slots left. And okay. you, there's no, there's nothing you have to do for entry. The only thing you have to do is attempt to commit to being around next year. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, obviously if there's extenuating circumstances, it's not that big of a deal, but for the integrity of the game and fun for everybody involved, um, that's basically, basically it, uh, maybe an hour or two every three months when we do redrafts. But as far as we don't want to like get into super detail, there's on the discord, there's its own separate channel and there's a Google Doc. You can click on it. It has all the rules, has all the info. And obviously, if you're confused by anything, most of us are in the Discord throughout the day, almost every day. I know I know, I am. And if you yeah. have any questions, just uh, ask. And there's, if it's not me, there's somebody else that will be in there that can answer your question. I I'm almost guarantee it. For <laughs> sure. All right. So okay. now let's jump into what let's, we've been playing, which let, goes right into the topic. We, sh- we, should let, we should let John go first. Yeah, let me go first. I did not play. De- I personally don't care for Destiny. I know we've talked about it a lot in the past. I crazy. I bought it when it came out, so I actually paid money for that game. <laughs> so you still pay more money I, than us. <laughs> I pay sixty dollars for the game, and I still have less content. So I, I really got screwed. Yeah, I paid sixty dollars for what you guys just paid for free the other day. Played for free the other day. So yeah. anyway, so I you know I played it when it came out. I don't like the raids in that game. When the first raid came out, I played it, and I thought it was stupid. So I, mm-hmm. I'm i not a fan of Destiny 2, but uh, I... Okay, party pooper. I, I mean, it, it, I'm not a big... I wasn't looking forward to puzzles in a, mm-hmm. in a first-person shooter, and that's what that first raid was, and it really killed it for me. Okay, um, gotcha. Whereas I think Dakota and I are like the exact opposite of that opinion. Yeah. 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 I just yeah. wanted to shoot stuff and... Uh, <laughs> you should go play Doom then, or Titanfall, yeah. probably. Anyway, so... I actually downloaded Super Hot Control Alt Delete. I think that's what it's called. Is that the second one? Oh, no, it's, yeah. it's, no, it's called Mind Control Delete. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's the second one, other than that's the, the VR second one. one. That's the one so the we are like crapped on. The separate. one we talked about. We talked about it before on the show. Um, yeah. But mm-hmm. it's fun. I, I mean, I still downloaded it. Uh, I beat the first one. Uh, mm-hmm. So I was playing this. It's exactly the same thing. It's just more levels. It's, it's fun. Mm-hmm. It's just something mm-hmm. mindless to do. Um, I don't just really remember. Just remember whenever you beat it to leave your computer in the game on for eight hours so you can play it again. Yeah. What is that for achievement? No, that's just so no. you can play it again. You probably don't remember us talking about this on the podcast. It was a big deal a while ago. 
Yeah. So basically that game, when the developers released it, John, uh, you could play the game. And if you beat it, um, once you got to the end of the game, if you wanted to play it again, it locked you out for eight hours. Oh, yeah. And you have to keep and you have to keep the game on. And then they're like, "Okay, we're going to patch it and we're going to make it two and a half hours. I remember that now. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) And everybody's like, why? Like, we want you to like fully it. Nope. Nope. You're so full of crap. I remember that now. You're so full of crap. You just don't see refunds, bro. We get it. Yeah, we get it. Make your game longer um, than two hours. Then. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not going to be a very long game. I've already yeah beaten a ton of levels on it. But yeah, well, the first uh, one wasn't long. People didn't refund that. No. It was. It's a well, fun thing game. is the thing is, and I don't know. I mean, this is a good like. I know we're talking about free to play and like monetization. So this maybe it's a good like kind of segue for that specifically. Um, I know a lot of there's a lot of games have C refunds, and a lot of people just try out games. I know I have as like demos to see if you want to actually like, fully purchase it or keep it. But if your game I feel like for me personally, if I buy a game, even if it's a short game, so you know, I know Super Hot's like twenty bucks maybe, and it is a really good game, and I enjoyed it, I wouldn't refund it. Yeah, but there's a lot of people. We're not. Would. Yeah, we're not everybody, and I, I get that. But I feel like the percentage of people that would just refund it is so small. Yeah. No, I'm sure that's what I'm saying. I'm sure there are people, but if you gotta think, if your game has really good reviews on Steam and like, and you know, it's critically acclaimed, like the first game was, and people really like it, and you just add new levels, like. I wouldn't want to refund that because I got my enjoyment out of it. Now, I know there are some people that are like, oh, I, did, I beat it under two hours so I can just refund it. Like, cool. Do that, you know. But down the road, the game is going to be like five bucks. So it's like, it's not. Yeah. But the, also, why would they make their game so short? I just, that's one of the parts that I don't understand. Yeah. Like in a game like that. Hmm. It, I think you're it's just making levels. so much you could do. I, I don't believe that. I feel like if you have a really good concept and you're like really good at your job you can like make a ton of like really good content i mean it's basically the same game again so i I mean apparently they had they can make enough content to make a second game i know i know instead of just making like dlc for the first game right this one has like hacks in it or whatever that you unlock Mm -hmm. and like you can go faster i start with a different gun every time i have more life i have yeah so it's so dlc for the first game but the game is like it's like (laughs) yeah it's it's like short and sweet Mm-hmm. And they get it done. And you're like, cool, that was enough. I know people are like, oh, I got bored. And then I come back and play it again later. And that's kind of what yeah. it is. Like, I could play a few levels. Yeah. And then come back it's, later. But I mean, it's literally a Flash game. Yeah, it is. It's literally I, a Flash game. But it is fun. Um, other Rape than Adobe. That, yeah. Other than that, I have played a lot of League of Legends. And that's it. I've just All been right, playing next. T- tons and tons and tons of League of Legends. Next. All right. Jones, what have you been playing? I haven't been playing anything other than Destiny. Uh, before we All get right. into that, though, the only thing we have played is Halo Three as part of the oh, monthly yeah. game club. With we actually played um, with we had played like nine, eight or eight or nine people, right? That we played with last night. We had eleven people at one point. Uh, all right if if you are a halo fanboy hold your ears for 30 seconds because here we go um <laughs> halo 3 and actually the halo games that i've played part of the master chief collection they're terrible fps games they are just awful the guns feel like garbage the whole game feels like you're walking in wet sand like quicksand um i know later on they try to fix the game by adding sprinting and power yeah, ups and I was, stuff. i wanted to run so it's bad like last night yeah it's like well you shouldn't have to add power-ups, just add the ability to move faster. Like, I don't understand. Okay, this is the thing. As someone that grew up playing Counter-Strike and, like, actual FPS games that are good, <laughs> whenever you ha- whenever you have the the rifle, what this, like, the main, ass- the, the Starship Troopers assault rifle, right, and Halo, I mean, where do you think they got that from? 
um, whenever you're using that, your crosshair is a circle, which is the size of like half in, in the Xbox days is like half of your TV. Right, so you just hold down the trigger and you just hope for the best. And you it's like, why do you? Anything why, yeah, why gun. do you think when you're playing the campaign, you're fighting an elite and you have to unload like three clips and jump because all your bullets are like flying all over the freaking place? Anyways, I know people really like Halo and they have this like really weird nostalgia for it. It is, I mean, the campaigns can be fun and they can be they can be the like stories. Cool. The story is cool. Driving around in warthogs, the vehicles, I yeah. always enjoy doing that. But the actual yeah. like shooting mechanics in the game is like super super boring and awful, yeah. and it feels like garbage, and it does not transition well to 2020. I know they're upping everything to put on PC and everything, but after playing it, don't get me wrong, like playing in the Discord and playing with other people is really fun. But it really just wanted, it really just made me want to play Titanfall because I'm like, man, that game was so much better. And I understand <laughs> it's a way newer game. Halo Three is an old game, but the, all the Halo games, even when I played Reach. I was like, this game just feels bad. It just feels terrible. I don't know. Maybe that's just my opinion. But no, af- after playing it, is like the only gun that feels actually accurate is a sniper rifle because it's a sniper rifle. Like it, every because it is accurate, your yeah. bullet actually goes straight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it has like yeah. tracer rounds. <laughs> I know. Like yeah. last night, I had it, and as soon as like somebody pops up, I just click. All you have to do is click their body, and they're dead. Like they, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And I was just getting kill, 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 kill. And like you're right, the battle rifle, not the battle rifle, because that's the one that actually, yeah, so, yeah, right. the yeah. uh, assault rifle, if you're it's, shooting at somebody that's like further than five feet away from you, you won't hit them <laughs> with anything. <laughs> and yeah. I I know most of the time I was just actually looking for weapons that wasn't that, that, that like, your starting weapon, that pistol that has like two horns on the bottom of it that you hit people yeah. with. That's all yeah. I've ever yeah. find. And, uh, <laughs> but we, I mean, we had a ton of fun. It's just, it, it does show you how much like FPS has changed. Yeah, because yeah. I remember playing. Well, that like, was the first like 2008, one. 2009. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I remember playing Halo the first one came, came out, and it was. A, I loved that game. Like it was awesome. Yeah. Like that was the coolest FPS to play. But, well, Halo yeah. Halo Two, I'm pretty sure came out 2004, right? Yeah, yeah. Somewhere so, around there. so Halo Two came out the same the same time that Counter Strike Source came out. And while Counter Strike Source is not perfect, wow. dear lord, it is like a way better shooter. It's like yeah. on another like galaxy. It's on like its own Halo ring. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's fair. Oh god. Okay, that was good. That was good. I'll give you that. That it's was on pretty another good. Freaking Milky Way, dude. It's part of the Galactic yeah. Empire, and Halo is part of the rebel- <laughs> the freaking rebels. <laughs> Anyways, all right. Let's talk about Destiny. I, I want to crap on Destiny. All so right, bad. let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, so last week, uh, like I had prefaced before, we had told everybody to download Destiny because we wanted to play their raids. Also, side note, sorry for telling you to download Destiny without doing doing our research beforehand. I'm sorry you downloaded 100 gigs (laughs) worth of, like, just wasted space. We we were just excited and we didn't know. (laughs) We were naive. And this is something we're going to talk about too. Destiny 2 was a good game six months ago. Mm Mm-hmm. It was worth downloading the game for. No, no, Destiny Two is a good game. Two weeks ago, two weeks ago, yeah, yeah. This this just happened when the expansion launched, like a week and a half ago, on the on the twenty yeah. third. Like this just happened, and yeah. that's why we didn't know because I didn't even heard anything about it until we started playing. Anyways, right. go ahead. So, Jones, what happened? Okay. Explain what happened. Okay, short version of a long Destiny bungee tale. So basically, what's been happening is Destiny. Um, they left Activision, and we thought for a while that because Bungie was working with Activision for Destiny, we thought that, man, all these terrible decisions that 
Bungie's been making is because Activision has control over it, you know? And we're like, man, that just seems like they're just like really like crap in the bed and they just like suck and every decision they make is ter- terrible. They're releasing expansions and they're pretty awful. And it seemed like they started turning things around with Forsaken, which added the Gambit game mode, which had its own problems. But they added some new raids and people are starting to get happy. I actually went and looked up on Open Critic. Forsaken had an 85 and I think it mm-hmm. almost like a 90% of critics recommended playing it. Because I remember yeah. that's kind of when we uh, were starting to get into it is whenever Forsaken was already out and the Gambit mode was already in the game. And then Shadowkeep, the, the newer expansion, was like just kind of like about to launch. And when we and played that's it, also when they switched to a free to play model, yeah, that's when they switched to free to play model and launched on Steam because mm-hmm. Bungie uh, wasn't going to be with Activision anymore. They were their own yeah. thing, right? So when we played, I mean, I got probably I got like 50, 60 hours. Well, nah, I made like 40, oh, 50, yeah, 60 did. hours. Like we played a lot and like we had yeah. there's a ton of content. Now, don't get me wrong. There's uh, there's a lot of story content, which if hey, if you like the story, that was it was garbage. If you like this <laughs> story with uh, the traveler and like the bad guy that you killed Goal. in like two seconds. go. Yeah. Yeah, Darth Gaul. Anyways, uh, he was a terrible villain. The story was terrible. And the, in their vanilla game, right? But yeah. they had the options for all the other story uh, for the expansions and everything, right? Uh, they had a couple of raids that we did back then. Mm-hmm. And the con- I mean, the content for what it was, albeit the matchmaking side of things is a dumpster fire and Bungie doesn't know what they're doing. But the content was there as a free-to-play player there was enough content there to play a lot and if you wanted mm-hmm. to if you wanted to do raids you wanted to get higher level like we stopped before we, we didn't like cap out or anything we stopped playing just because we kind of got burnt out on it um but basically what happened as of i think november 23rd when they launched this new expansion called beyond light they they started something called the destiny content vault which i just read about this on their wiki because i had no idea what that was as we were playing, we we're really excited about playing the raids because we only got to do the first two raids. And I went and looked it up, and I'm like, "Oh, there's eight raids to do. That's awesome!" And I was like, oh, "I figured that I didn't know yeah. they had eight raids." Yeah, yeah. And I figured that you know, I we wouldn't be able to do the newest raid and maybe the second newest raid because I'm sure it requires expansion. But I knew that there was at least five that we could do because they were previously available. Mm-hmm. So what happened was. Destiny added a uh, this content vault, and they locked everything from the launch of the game through year three away in this Disney, I mean, Destiny content vault, <laughs> right? And they said to possibly use in, in the future, possibly. Not even yeah. like, hey, we're going to do, we're going to like, you know, it'd be one thing if they said, hey, we're going to lock this content away, we're going to revamp it and make it and have it come back with, uh, you know, like, harder enemies or better bosses or something you know like say like we're gonna like refresh it you know right but they're not saying that they're like we're locking this away to maybe use in the future maybe not we don't know so basically what happened we found out that as a free-to-play player they gutted about 75 to 80 percent of the game as a free-to-play player um there was eight raids they took five of them out so the only raids that are available are for the when when you're a free-to-play player game or a free-to-play player you have um access to the first three years of content for destiny and basically what that means is we made brand new characters just to see how it would be and there's about eight to ten hours of content there's about an hour and a half (laughs) there's about an hour and a half of tutorial missions and then after that you literally you go to the main hub town you pick up bounties which are just like daily quests and then you just go grind you either do like the three-man groups for dungeons you do the PvP mode, which if you're a new player, you're going to get absolutely destroyed on by people that know what they're it's doing. It's not fun when you're a new player. Is, is, there still, you, is there still the meta of like the 
yeah it's just yeah it's hand hand cannons and shotguns that's the meta same same meta it's always been because destiny doesn't do anything new except ruin the new player experience and then there's the gambit mode which is pvpve which is the same thing if you are a new player you go in there and you get actually destroyed because you have no idea what you're doing and everybody just has way better guns and stuff than you so let me ask you this let me ask you this so whenever i played the game when it first came out I got to the end game and there was only like a handful of of the actual like dungeons or whatever strikes the strikes, strikes. Yeah, there strikes. was barely any strikes to do and there was one raid and it got yeah, boring yeah. really fast because the raid was mm-hmm. incredibly hard and then yeah. the matchmaking in the game was awful too you actually had to do like weird stuff to get to to get like groups yeah that's that's one thing that I can say has been improved they now have inviting within Steam oh, such a basic feature wow. but they finally have it. Yeah, they did that on website or something. I, I can't remember. No, no, mm-hmm. for the ra- no. He was saying that when, when it launched on Steam, they didn't. You couldn't invite your Steam friends. Like you had to find <laughs> their um, like yeah. Bungie their, account code or some yep. crap. And like, you had you know. to type into the chat like invite their Bungie code, and then they would join your lobby. That's they weird. had when they went onto Steam, they didn't even even do the bare minimum of implementing the Steam tool features. Yeah, the things that indie games have implemented from mm-hmm. the start half the time, like literally right-click, invite to game, invite yeah. to party. Like they didn't yeah. have that at all. Like you had to type slash invite and then like a bunch of random numbers. Yeah. yeah. So with the strikes, how many strikes are there available right now? So I don't know exactly how many there are, but I know that as of doing probably, I want to say we I did at least ten. I repeat i probably did maybe four different ones and i mostly just repeated the same ones over and over again so it's almost like it because, wasn't i played it okay so basically yeah. they pulled like a uh star killer base and they just blew up all the planets in destiny <laughs> literally yeah. like you know there's what well, star- they did too no they like, actually did uh, like they the, got rid of planets on the yeah, on the game half the planets are gone now you Wait, can't what? even visit them anymore yeah so there's like you know there was like are they just the different because you have the, no the different it? planets you could go to to like you go there and you can do yeah. bounties and missions and everything like they just don't exist anymore like there's for everybody there's, or just because you have for everybody for everybody like they just deleted them out of the game as far they, as we can see yeah they put huh? them in the destiny content vault so the only planets that you can go to is the tower where the hub is, and then there's the three planets that you can pay for the expansions for, and you can Nessus. do the story, and yeah, then and then Nessus. there's and then there's Nessus, which now since they took the raids off Nessus, there's absolutely no reason to go there. It's just like an empty planet. It has strikes yeah. and everything, but basically what how Destiny is, it's almost kind of like Warframe in a way. You basically you go to the tower, you pick up all your daily bounties. And then you sit in orbit, and you're like, okay, do I want to do strikes? You queue up for strikes, you queue up for crucial P- PvP, or you queue up for gambit. And then if you want to do a lobby. raid, so if you want to do a, yeah. if you want to do a raid, you can't do that because there's no matchmaking for raiding. So yeah. if you want to do a raid with three people, you go to Bungie's awful garbage website. That's you try to make yeah. a party, find people, and. By the time you do that, like everyone has like turned into a skeleton and died in real life because that's the mo- it's like Battlefield Three Battle Logs website, Battle Log, except yeah. worse, except literally worse. Yeah, and we're we're at the tip of the iceberg, boys. <laughs> I can't yeah. believe that they they took that much away and like they've. <clears throat> they, I mean, they've pretty much turned Destiny into no. a lobby game, lobby based yeah. game. No, you- and not a- it and- is. And not only that, they they basically, as a free-to-play player, when you go into the game now, um, there's the illusion of a lot of choice is because you don't know. Because you're like, oh, I'll just do like my tutorials and do bounty stuff. And then I start, I mean, I've played the game before, so I started like, man, I seem to just be like queuing up for the same stuff over and over again. 
and I'm not like going anywhere. You used to like have to go to different planets, like explore, do quests and all that. And I was like, a lot of some of that stuff is annoying because the story quests, if you don't really care about the story, then you can, that's nice. But yeah. like for people that do, like you can't do any story missions unless you pay for the expansions at all. Yeah. So like the, other than the tutorial, which is basically like, like you can't even start the story. No, you can't. Like it says it's, it's literally oh, locked. Really? You can go to the, you can go to the planets, but you can't like actually progress in the story. Wow. So I hey, unless unless I'm wrong from what I've seen, but I had the first two expansions, so I could start it. But on Beyond Light, the newest expansion, I could go to the planet and I could talk to the guy and kind of get bounties from him. But as far as I know, you can't like do any of the actual content. Like wow, I'm that's sure that's even way that's even way worse than I thought. I thought you could still do the story. So at least you have something to do if you're a free player. But if you can't even do the story and it's only the eight or so yeah. hours of like grinding content. Mm-hmm. That is, it is literally the worst free-to-play game you could ever play because it's no longer, it's not a free-to-play game. No, You have to pay for the expansion. No, it's a, it's a, it's basically like a free trial of what the game is. That's what what it's a free trial. And and, hey, I, I, I could be wrong. You could be able to do some of the story stuff because it did have me do like a tutorial mission on the new planet. And like, I went and talked to a guy, but I know that there's specific, there is specific content that you talk to the npcs you like buy an item and it starts like a quest chain i know that if you don't have that expansion you can't do that which is kind of the whole point of doing it like they might throw you like a handful of like story missions on each planet but i know that basically you might be able to go do some of the story content but you can't get any of the rewards which kind of defeats the entire purpose of doing it right that's so crazy yeah that is so crazy. so how much do you actually have to pay to get stuff so it's like forty dollars. No, okay. So no. So the thing is, the new expansion is forty dollars. The old expansions are twenty five dollars a piece. And there's not like it's not like you buy the new expansion, you get all the other stuff. You still have to buy all of them to do the content. Which most people, if you if you were to start a new player, you would just buy the newest expansion because doing the old stuff is pointless. Like, I think, and from what I can tell, the the older two rates and the old two expansions the gear that you get from that isn't even on the same level as the gear that you get from the newest raid. So there's literally not even a point of doing the old raids unless you want like a specific gun or something like it. Yeah. It's not on the like same power level. It, like it literally, wanna, like, literally makes it no sense. It's like, it'd be like playing wow and being level hundred and going and doing like a level 50 raid or 60 raid and getting like level 60 gear. And you're like, look at what I got. And it's like, cool, I, mean, I guess in destiny, you can like level it up yeah. to a different that, light level, but, but that's what I'm saying. But, as, but it's still extra grind that you have to do. Oh, the other thing that a little side note, I want to put on there for people that have played destiny or know what I'm talking about. They completely have completely broken PVP in the game. I mean, it's already really broken if you're a new player, but if you, I mean, I would literally call this a pay to win feature. If you have the new, the new expansion, you have access to a new subclass that has stasis effects, which is basically supers and grenades that do a stasis, which basically is like puts giant crystals in the ground that if you touch them, you get frozen to them and you have to spam V to break out of it. So but you, while you're, spamming you, V a, takes like three seconds. So you are frozen in in the middle of a gunfight for about three seconds. Well, you can't shoot, you can't move, you can't do anything. Like completely frozen. So as a free player, you can play against people that have that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I, they, you know, I like, never really a, was a fan of the PvP anyway. I I always yeah. thought it was terrible, but they a hundred percent did this on purpose because oh, yeah. you know in like in like League when they release a new character, it's usually overpowered yeah, so yeah. that people buy it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. This was a hundred percent done on purpose so that people not only is the game gutted and the only 
way to do something is to pay for the new expansions but also if even if you're a free player going into the pvp the yeah, only way for get. you to actually be good is to get these broken items so that you're on the same playing field yeah because they insane because they made them so like john there's people that have a super like they'll smash the ground like a titan and like half the map will be giant crystals and if you get close to them or touch them you get frozen in place and they can still it's not like you're frozen where you're like invulnerable i think like you're just frozen in the ground and you have to spam v and they just walk over and they shoot you in the face like you can't shoot you can't move you can't do anything what a stupid idea yeah. there's other there's other characters that have a stasis grenade that's a tornado that spins and it actually like follows you around and it will freeze you you press v and then it slows you down and it'll freeze you again and you move and it'll freeze you again like it just constantly does it yeah it's like the most absurd broken pvp thing i've ever seen in a shooter and so. for whatever reason, every single time I tried to use my alt in a PvP match, mm-hmm. I was instantly killed by these new abilities. Mm-hmm. Like, they <laughs> instantly killed me when I was alting. And it, in Destiny, when you're alting, you you should practically be invincible. At least yeah. that's how it was oh, yeah. just a couple months ago. Oh, yeah, ago. you're basically like Godman for a little while. And everyone's yeah, like, oh, run away from you, you know? Exactly. It was supposed to be a little bit of a power trip. It's like, good job you got your ultimate. Go ahead, go crazy, right? Go kill a couple But people. these new abilities just instantly kill you. Yeah, so, yeah, like, you'll pop your ult, John, and you'll be, like, running, and you know you're, like, golden and everything, like, you're about to kill people, and they'll just throw a grenade at you, stick you in place, and just shoot you once, and you'll die. Yeah. <laughs> so, that was, like, so, and you said so that using, was, like, shotguns and hand cannons, right? So, they just instant murder yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah, they just pop you in the head. Yeah, so, they'll they'll throw, like, a tornado stasis grenade around a wall, like, into you, and then they'll just walk around the corner and just walk up to you while you're frozen and just shoot you, or melee you, and kill you instantly. Yeah. Super fun, super fun mechanic. Yeah. It'd be like playing so, ca- playing Counter Strike and someone throws like an ice grenade on the ground and just walks up and stabs you. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, long spiel about Destiny leading up to the main topic that we're talking about today. Because, good God, this d- I, we all thought Activision was the bad guy in the relationship, being the big bad publisher <laughs> the, behind the, the abuse, scenes, the holding way back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Like, yeah, Activision was holding Bungie back from just like trying to rip your wallet out of your pocket. You never know. They Acti- can be like, Acti- hey, this is what we want to do. And they're like, no, that is stupid. Please Activision's, don't. Yeah. Activision's like, well, easy there, Satan. Yeah. <laughs> you know that meme about the, the white dude that's going after the chick and the, his like black friend like is holding him back? Yeah. It's oh, yeah. like, that's Activision. Just be like, no, don't. No, yeah. <laughs> they're like, trust me. They'll we, hate you we for know this. how to screw people, but this is a little too much. Like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, when we're offended, wow. You got to do it with yeah, Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Jones did a really good job researching this topic, specifically going into the history of it. Mm-hmm. So, he has a bunch of notes here he's going to go over. That basically, we're going to break it down into a couple different parts. Mm-hmm. The first part is going over how free-to-play started mm-hmm. and the different models that are being used and kind of like how audiences responded to those, how companies responded to the audience responding to it, yeah. and everything like that. It goes through the history of it, all the different aspects. It's actually really interesting, and there's some really cool points that even I didn't know about this. Uh, once we go over that, then we're going to jump into specific games that we have grouped into different categories. So you are aware, before jumping into these free-to-play games, of what you're getting into, because... Yeah. Jones is going to go over it. There's tons of different ways companies can screw up this model. Yeah. Well, and there's, and basically every company, I would say almost every company is trying to find a way to, I don't want to say like screw you. Cause I don't feel, I mean, there's some companies that definitely intend to do that, but a lot of companies are like, Hey, 
hey, video games are a business and they're trying to make money. I get it. Yeah. Oh, 100%. And, and like, I mean, it's a business. You can't just give everything away for free because then you're going to go out of business and then it doesn't matter how good your game is. I mean, look at, uh, what was that game? Battleborn. Crucible. That, uh, no, Battleborn. That uh, really good uh, $60 MOBA that came into the market. <laughs> They're like, we're going to give you guys a discount. It's only $30. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, speaking yeah. of games that should have been free to play at launch. Uh, so basically, I got some notes. Um, definitely didn't go to Wikipedia and get all these notes. But this is the thing. There's As someone that has played free to play stuff for a long time, I personally, there's a lot of stuff that I didn't know, which I found really interesting about this. So that's kind of what we're going to jump into. Uh, so basically, if you don't know what a free-to-play game is, it's it's a free-to-play game is basically also known as a free-to-start. Uh, it's kind of like, I don't know, there's League of Legends. Uh, there's a lot. There's I like mean, there's a, a, there's a mil, mil, basically Fortnite is like with the biggest free-to-play game yeah. in the world, basically, and yeah. other, other than League of Legends, maybe. Uh, basically it's like you can download it you can make an account for free there's no there's no barrier to entry it, you can play right away um, and most of these games make their money from you know we're gonna jump into that like selling power selling cosmetics you know the the really big games have made their money from selling cosmetics mostly oh, yeah. or and loot boxes but that's a whole nother spiel um, <laughs> so basically how free to play games kind of started uh it was a it was a brand new model that the very first time it started was in 1997 but before that before there was free to play there was pay to play which is what everyone was used to and as much as people give uh companies stuff crap about loot boxes and all that stuff uh that's literally what arcades were originally it's literally <laughs> yeah, literally pay true. to play so you'd go to arcade and you you want to play pac-man you put in a quarter and then you die yep. and then you put in another quarter and i'm like wait they've been doing this for so long that's funny to think of it that yeah. way i mean it's true because you just think oh you go to arcade and you just want to play a game but i think that's why the whole revolution of like home video game consoles like changed like everything because arcades were massive you know they're oh, massive yeah. in the 70s and everything in the 80s they started to die out because home consoles and everything and you know pcs like started like wait i can just buy the game once and not have to do it yeah and and technically it's you know it's not free to play but it's like hey i buy it once and it's done it's like kind of like buy to play yeah you know it'd be really interesting to know if anybody in our discord has like knows anything about actual arcade machines mm -hmm. because <clears throat> yeah paying every time you die sounds awful mm -hmm. but as far as i know the the machines themselves were really expensive mm -hmm. and then also they it was really expensive to like keep them maintenance running. not maintenance, only yeah. maintenance costs hmm. but also electric and like all of that stuff i don't know if there were licensing fees also involved yeah, with certain sure. yeah. companies like 25 cents to play a game yeah possibly well, if you're really good for well, yeah. i don't know five ten minutes honestly it's not terrible well and the thing is imagine back then back imagine the imagine how um i mean i'm sure you've been to cc's pizza and you've seen a little mm. kid playing arcade mm. games and like destroying them so just imagine that on yeah. like a larger scale of having an arcade just like you basically you attract the worst <laughs> the well, I, I don't think <laughs> you just guys like people are gonna destroy stuff i had a taco bell called uh taco bell border town like down the street from where i lived and that was a uh -huh. massive arcade for us like people had birthday parties uh, at taco bell yeah. to go to the arcade they had they had prizes awesome. tickets and prizes oh like, so it's like chuck e cheese taco it was, bell it was a mini chuck e cheese but it was taco bell it was awesome that's amazing and that there. place does not exist anymore exists. 
Uh, why? That because place, that Baja, place Baja was Blast huge. exists in its place. That place was huge when I was a kid. Yeah. Everybody wanted to have their birthdays at Taco Bell Boratone. <laughs> <laughs> Just, uh, they should bring it back because it would be huge again. They should bring it. They should bring it back, but have it be a uh, like the arcade that we have locally. That's like a, a brewery. But there's just uh, Baja Blast Brewers, and they have arcade. Yeah. <laughs> just like and just brewing, <laughs> and there's just a vat of, ch- of nacho cheese with chips to dip it in <laughs> for adults only. They just they just have like a giant nacho cheese fountain in the center. Yeah. you can just go up and just get like a cup full of nacho cheese. That'd be disgusting, especially uh, right now during COVID. Oh, uh, be so good. <laughs> Some kid just goes up and sneezes into it, <laughs> and then dips his chips. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he dips the cinnamon twist right in the nacho cheese. It's like the, oh, the chocolate god. fountain at Golden Corral. You know that thing is yeah. not sanitary. Oh god. <laughs> oh man. Anyways, that was a total sidetrack. Sorry, <laughs> we just took you guys on a trek down memory lane at Taco Bell Border Town. Oh yeah. Yeah. So with free to play, there's a couple of like big. There's a couple of big business models. The first one, which is kind of the most common, is freemium. Which basically it gives you full access to the game, <laughs> like Destiny Two. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it gives you full access to the game, All eight hours. But you have to pay microtransactions to access additional content, like literally Destiny Two, buying the expansions to access mm-hmm. actual content in the game that they didn't gut out of it, like a fish. Um, yeah. Basically, um, I mean, like <laughs> World. Of, I mean, I not World of Warcraft's not free, but basically that kind of model where you're paying for DLC, you're paying for map packs. You know, I know they don't really do that much anymore. They, I know Call of Duty did that for a long time. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. basically, you're paying to unlock extra content, which I mean, extra content can be like extra character slots, extra inventory room. Like it can be all that is considered content, not just like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm trying to get higher level, whatever. Well, I think some of that also ties into like gameplay. Right? yeah exactly because like inventory i would say is convenience yeah which would be like not that would be gameplay affecting yeah exactly but but there are very specific games that are really terrible with the free-to-play model that oh, i yeah, would even consider sure. like pay to win where they limit you so much that mm-hmm. i mean i know even um like elder scrolls online is free to play now but it's like super limiting if you don't pay for it and like yeah. they heavily, heavily limit your inventory room. But what was oh, that Star Wars playing. game? Huh? What was that Star Wars game that you guys had talked Star about? Star Wars: The Old Republic. Li- yeah, they limited your yeah. abilities. Yeah, we'll talk about it later. It's on the list. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So basically, that that too. Uh, but I know Elder Scrolls is basically to the point like, yeah, you can play it and it's free technically, but yeah. you like, oh, maybe you can have fifty inventory slots, and if you pay their monthly subscription, you can have unlimited inventory slots. It's crap like that. It's it's the, the, it's a it's a space. like a free trial basically. Yeah, the inventory space you get for the free free play is nothing. You you go through it instantly because yeah, wow. there's so much stuff to gather in that game and so many items to get. You in, immediately yeah. it's it's not even worth playing unless you pay. For, in my opinion, well, with the with the because inventory is everything in an MMO. Yeah, you need inventory yeah. space. Well, it's like imagine playing Skyrim and they're like, okay, you can pick four things. Yeah. You're like, wait, what? You can I want to take have all one the wheel things. of cheese. Yeah, I want to. <laughs> I'll take four <laughs> wheels of cheese. <laughs> so um, another another kind of method of uh, getting money from a freemium model is having integrated uh, advertisements in the game. So you can think, mm. um, which actually it's not even a free game. It's a NBA 2K. All of them. <laughs> you can just have. You can just oh. have live new ads, and, and they'll just constantly put. 
Oh, and UFC. Didn't they actually have like yeah. a commercial in it or something? Like in the loading screen? Yeah. Oh, they do. Yeah. They do in the games. Like when you're playing a single player game, it will actually load a commercial in the game. Because yeah. because advertising companies paid for that. And they pay for yeah. it like on a yearly basis or whatever, which is, cr- yeah. which is just crazy. This, this may be a controversial opinion, but I honestly would not mind if games made money by selling billboards mm-hmm. uh, and like ad space in actual advertisement like spots yeah. in video games. Like in a UFC, you know the mm-hmm. banners around yeah. the rings? Oh, yeah, I definitely do I that. would be... Yeah, definitely yeah, did that would, already. Yeah, but not know, like commercials. But, yeah, no, commercials are, are definitely pushing the line. But yeah. like, say uh, Cyberpunk 2077, right? Mm-hmm. The game is literally a city, or GTA. Yeah. The games are literally cities mm-hmm. where there are they could put billboards yeah. as long as it's not like invasive and it's yeah. like abides by our actual road laws of billboards so, in real life. Let me ask you this. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be offended if if they had actual advertisements on. So those. you play Death Stranding and they threw monster in your face. And I was game, about right? to say that. I was about to say. What did that. you think? They about? threw what? They he drank monster energy drink like like. Oh yeah. Was it too much? I I wasn't offended by that. I found it kind of hilarious. But if there was anything other than the monster drink sitting on the table where you can get like extra stamina from mm-hmm. it, I would have been annoyed. But I thought it was I thought it was Kojima enough that i was i gave it a pass yeah because it was already kind of weird anyways yeah the game's freaking weird yeah so now if, it, if you open up mini you get fridge and they're like for you... peeing and taking a dump yeah if if you're like oh you want red bull monster red bull light yeah uh, sugar-free red bull yeah yeah if there's <laughs> and then you have the microtransactions to buy them in the game <laughs> yeah oh my god <laughs> uh, um so basically uh what happened with this this the main free model of free-to-play games is like, hey, we're going to give you the free... Technically, we're going to give you a free game, a free experience, but as you progress in the game, we're going to slowly lock content away that you either need to grind a ton in the game to unlock it, or you need to just pay money up front, which a lot of people, if you... I mean, it's one of those things where it's like time versus value. You know, if mm-hmm. is it worth it to you? And Hey, there's some games that I've played that I enjoyed the grind and enjoyed what I was doing, the content of the game, that I didn't mind actually doing the grind to slowly unlock the content instead of paying for it. Right, which, yeah. Which I if think the that game, should always be an option in a free-to-play yeah, game, yeah, which if, we'll talk about. Yeah, and if the game is good enough, that should, that should be fine, right? So, yeah. Um, yeah. I know basically a lot of uh, massively multiplayer online games, MMORPGs, went with this model, not early, early on, not in the 90s, but basically kind of after like WoW blew up, I say like 2003, 2004-ish. Um, and <laughs> I thought this I thought this sentence was funny. I'm going to read it to you. The model was first popularly used in early massively multiplayer online games targeted towards casual gamers <laughs> before finding wider adoption among games released by major video game publishers to combat video game piracy and high system requirements. So I thought this was really funny because they're saying that mm-hmm. the reason they were making games free to play, you know, free to play games is because they could they could market it. And I know a huge thing is marketing it overseas in China um, yeah. and in Korea because they don't have, you know, they might not have as good of hardware as we do. You know, a lot of them are just running like or spare income. Yeah, exactly. So they started doing these free games and they're like, wait, we can like make these free games. Right. And then. 
slowly charge people money and and like kind of nickel and dime them but it's free so they don't, there's no barrier to entry you don't have to like oh man i gotta pay 50 dollars up front to play this game i can just put in i can just download it and then like every once in a while give them five bucks without thinking about it and then over time you're like oh no i've spent like hundreds of dollars on this game <laughs> and and i would say a majority of free to play games not only that are popular basically have no barrier to entry as far as system requirements you can play Fortnite yeah, on your phone, right? Yeah. You can play it on your phone. You can play it on a tablet. You can play it on a toaster, probably. You can play I mean, it literally on anything. Just look at RuneScape. You can play that on yeah, anything, any, anything. Yeah. yeah, and I mean even even League. I know you. I know they don't. You, they don't have League on mobile like an official one, but they have like knockoffs, and you can play um, like TFT. You can play the League card game on your phone. Like basically, League of Legends. You can pretty much play on anything like if you have an well, old laptop you can play league of legends yeah and the nice yeah. thing is too like the game can run on anything but also according to the verge it's a great game to actually benchmark with oh true uh, high-end system yeah to make sure you lock it at v-sync 60 fps so you oh, can yeah. get that benchmark score you're like league runs great on this three thousand dollar computer at 60 <laughs> fps i uh, but don't forget to cap it at 100 fps because the human eye can't see over 100 fps i was that's I, true <coughs> i was at a Three. <laughs> Dude, I, we're keeping we're keeping some of this out. I'm trying to help you. I yeah, know. I'm not editing that one out. <laughs> I, I for everyone, I I have had a cough for like two weeks, and I just can't control myself. <laughs> Literally have like two sticky notes already I'm full sorry. of coughs. Um, so I know, like League of Legends, I have it at three. It was hitting like 300 FPS. <laughs> yeah. Oh, just recently. <laughs> He's. <laughs> He's just gonna sound like he's dying. On the- I know a couple <laughs> people told us, uh, uh, told me from last week. They're like, man, it doesn't seem like John was on the show at all last week. It's like that's because we edited him out. Yeah, because <laughs> he was dying on the mic, so we edited it all out. Free of it, man. I am coughing like crazy. <laughs> yeah. So uh, just there's two there's two kind of main different types of free to play games. At least how they have it categorized, which is shareware, which is basically like a game demo or a trial of a game. That's an old one. Yeah, that's that's really that's <laughs> Jesus. That's a really old one. Like you go download a game demo and you can try it for a, an hour and then you're yeah. done. Or they have like a preset, you know, demos are like pretty old school. They don't really do that much yeah. anymore. And then there's it's, those were originally the uh like Doom yeah. and all of like the floppy disk games. Yeah, we're all sh- those we're all started shareware. as shareware. Yeah. So, and what's funny with Doom is the the first chapter of Doom, like the first floppy, was always free. And then if you wanted to, if you oh, wanted yeah. to continue it, you had to pay for each additional uh, like chapters. Which that's how Doom actually made money. But like the original yep. Doom was shareware, which I'm sure people like modded almost immediately and just like hacked oh, it and cracked sure. it. It's like floppy yeah. disk, bro. There you know, there's no like protection for there's- that yeah <laughs> it's like one person gets it and they just put it on the internet and in like ancient dial-up times so like cool download yeah. this four megabytes of doom yeah uh so basically the other the other main thing which is what is pretty standard now is what we said freemium which is stuff like fortnite pretty much all mobas like league of legends dota where they they have the game. There's not really a lot of content locked behind it. It's more cosmetics and just like some stuff is paid for convenience. Um, and basically, it's just like a free to play with a cash shop, which is almost yeah. a majority of games now is just free to play with the cash shop. Yeah. And if John doesn't stop choking, I'm going to kill him. And the podcast. <laughs> 
Anyway, that's fine. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to kill him. <laughs> um, so this is actually really interesting. And this is something I didn't know is that uh, basically looking at the history of how free to play even started, because I figured like, oh, this in my head, there's like, you know, pay to play and all that started like arcades way back in the day. Like literally what I just said, like I just kind of that realization yeah. came to me like, oh, I just put a coin in and I die and I put another coin in and I die. And yeah, um, Dakota actually and John. Um, last year they came and visited me and we went to the national video game museum together and yeah. they had a arcade machine there. Well, they had a bunch of arcade machines, but they had a arcade, <laughs> had, like half the, half the entire museum wasn't even working. Yeah. So, but specifically <laughs> I remember they had a arcade machine for dragon Lair, And I remember they give yeah. you, they give you coins when you start. So like you can go play the arcade machines, whatever. Yeah. And we're playing dragon Lair. And if you ever play Dragon Lair, it's basically like a cartoon animated, like old school Disney type of game where you just kind of like move your character forward and like press a button every once in a while. And all I remember is that like it was so hard that I remember just like dying over and over and over again and spending all my... Because there was no props. Yeah. And like basically just spending all my coins. And I just like had a flashback like, to, to you're like... like running down a hallway and then all and of a sudden the scene changes and you're supposed to like immediately hit jump to jump over a hole in the ground. It's, it's, it's just so crazy so to me cool. that like that was acceptable and that's like a critically acclaimed like game that everyone's yeah. like oh man i remember playing that in the arcade and it was like crazy because it's really hard and all that i was like oh i used to spend so much money trying to play that and i'm like oh my god these people like made this scam like back in yeah. the 70s and 80s and like no one realized it yeah it was terrible like that would have been that's a game that would have been made by ea today yeah, yeah. and would have been absolutely destroyed oh yeah if it came out like oh every time i die i have to pay 25 cents <laughs> to get a life basically <laughs> pretty much yeah but it's crazy that like with arcades back in the day it's like that literally was like freemium it's yeah. like because but it was also 25 cents back no. in the day yes that was expensive but yeah. the, it's basically stayed 25 cents since well, the 70s but yeah but yeah true <laughs> But you got to think, I mean, and they've evolved over time. They've figured out how to make yeah. more money or whatever. But the thing is, too, even back then, I mean, yes, it's not necessarily like, I mean, it's pay to play. But mm -hmm. I know a lot of games, if you were doing really good in the game, you could put in a quarter and you could play as long as you were alive, as long as you're doing yeah. whatever. Like you go play Street Fighter and until you lose, you could play. So you could play, if you're really good, you just play for hours on, on 25 cents, you know, yeah. that would almost be what I would say, like freemium, because even, um, you know, the old any old arcade game. Most of the time, like if you're if you're good at the game, you know what you're doing. Sometimes they put stuff in the game that like intentionally makes you lose. And you have to put more money in, you know, if yeah. you've ever played Time yeah, yeah. Crisis. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, get off the subject. So the history of free to play and where it started. There's a guy named Matt Mahali. Mahili? Mahali? Doesn't really matter. He's kind of a scumbag because he started this whole trend. Um, <laughs> he 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 uh, was the first person. You just mute. John. <laughs> oh, is, this is all getting cut out. Yeah, he's the first person to actually make a business model for exchanging virtual goods, and obviously it was a huge success because I've totally heard of this game that he made. It's called Ikea Dreams of Divine Lands, and if you've never heard of that, it's because it probably doesn't exist anymore. But yeah, I so I the the company that made that turned into iron realms entertainment mm -hmm. that name sounded familiar to me i googled it it's not familiar to me mm -hmm. they've only made text-based games they actually released one in like 2016 wow a text-based game how does a company stay alive it's called excel making... excel 2016 
Yeah, basically. <laughs> They're just like Excel masterminds, basically. Yeah. So uh he he was the or this is technically the first game that had that model in mind and it was like a text-based kind of sort some sort of mmo or something i'm not sure yeah so the important note here is that a korean company which you may have heard of called nexon took notice of this kind of a big deal kind of a big deal company (laughs) they took notice of this that hey wait we could sell jpegs and make money that's big brain, so let's do that. So they actually made a game called Quiz Quiz that came out in October of 1999, which is like pretty crazy because this is like still like mm-hmm. early internet. I mean, yeah. I know, and I know places like Korea were like pretty ahead of the curve as far as like technology goes, and they've like stayed on top of technology. Yeah. Um, but the creator of this game, uh, I don't know how that game did. I'm assuming it just was kind of whatever fizzled out. But the creator of that game ended up making Maple Story, which is one of the most successful free-to-play MMORPGs in existence. And that came to out to this day. To this day, literally, usually still makes the top ten, top ten of free-to-play MMORPGs like most profit. That blows and my mind that the game is still profitable. Usually, like yeah. number nine or ten, like almost year over year, and they like it keeps going up. I, I want to say within the past two or three years that i saw it was like 350 to almost 400 million dollars in the year that they made god and as someone disgusting as someone that has played a metric crap ton of maple story in my life not that i'm (laughs) super proud of that but i've played so much of that in my life that is like one of the most pay to win games that has ever existed and this guy was like saw that you know this text-based game could charge for it and they're like oh my god we are gonna make so much money (laughs) (laughs) so basically um in the late 90s early 2000s they started coming out with a bunch of mmos that were successful because and even like me and i played maple story in 2005 because it was free and you're like when you you know i think i was like 15 at the time yeah when you're like oh dude i have a computer i got internet i'm like i don't want to like buy games or anything steam was like barely coming into existence like just just then you know and there's games but everything you had to pay for like free to play games like didn't really exist so when there's something that's free and like can be fun even though it's super grady and has all these other issues you're like it's free you're a teenager it's free i mean it's just like kids nowadays they play Fortnite because it's free right right and now they play rocket league because it's free (laughs) (laughs) um so basically a bunch of games which some of you guys have probably heard uh for cadia i know john was really big into that when he was younger uh (laughs) it's called furcadia i don't even know what that is it's probably some cat simulator um neopets i'm sure both of you that was a huge one for me massive website game uh runescape i'm sure i know john's played a ton of that and a lot of people grew up playing runescape because it was because guess what it was free uh i played a ton of maple story personally and then there's a bunch of uh indie developers starting to make free-to-play games right so skip forward several several years there's a bunch of free-to-play games that are coming out uh buy to play games like mmos there's free-to-play games and then there's subscription games and basically when world of warcraft came out in 2004 it like blew up the entire mmorpg market and just dominated like it completely devastated yeah. the market for for not only pay to play games but free to play games everything like it just took over right yeah so um that kind of gave a lot of people the opinion like, oh, if World of Warcraft is doing so good, then we can continue doing the subscription model. People are paying us 15, 10, 15 bucks a month. And that's the way to go because it's consistent money, cash flow. We're getting money every time. We don't have to like mess with this, you know, cash shop stuff that the Koreans and Asians are doing because we're just like, we're not worried about it. Right. So how wrong they were. <laughs> 
skip ahead and we'll skip ahead to 2012, right? So I'm just going to read this because this is just like totally threw me for a loop. And I think all of us just like brains exploded when I read this paragraph. Yeah. As of 2012, free-to-play MOBAs such as League of Legends, Dota 2, Heroes of the Storm, and Smite have become have become among the most popular PC games. The success in the genre has helped convince many video game publishers to copy the free-to-play mobile model. <laughs> yeah, that was big yikes for a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> During 2015, Slice Intelligence tracked people that bought products in mobile video games, and these players spent an average of $87 in free-to-play games. Oh, wow. The highest, the highest spending per player in 2015 was in Game of War Fire Age, where the players that bought products on average spent $550. Oh my god. On average. On average. So that's the average. So if any so if you spent one dollar, that means somebody else had to spend a thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. All of the money. So if the average and I know that was the most at the time, that was the most successful mobile game. And I know in this, obviously we're the PC Masters podcast, so we don't really talk about mobile and all this other garbage. But yeah. As everybody probably knows now. Other than PC games, these MOBAs, you know, there's, and we're going to get into the list, like, you know, Apex Legends and Call of Duty Warzone, like the free-to-play model, I, I feel like it took the West a really long time to embrace that model because oh, they were- 100%. 100%. Because they were like, oh, that's stupid. We're not, why would we give away stuff that we worked on for free? And I think, like, basically Korea was, like, 15 years ahead of the curve, and so was China yeah. and Japan. They're like, uh, duh. Yeah, I mean, because, they kick-started yeah. it. Yeah, they're like, we can make so much money if we tell. Yeah. It's it's just like, as seen on TV stuff, it's like, if you buy this, you get a second one for free <laughs> for just three yeah. easy payments of $19.99. You're like, wait, what? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it, literally exactly that. And I think the West is so resistant because they're so stupid. <laughs> because they're so stupid when it comes to uh, just gaming trends and stuff. I feel like we're just always behind the curve. Maybe it's not as bad now because the internet exists and there's so much more free flow of information and mm -hmm. communication that we don't have to feel that way. And we can kind of like, oh, wait, this is trending. Okay, do that. But now it's kind of like... VPNs exist. Yeah. So if we wanted to play a Korean MMO, we can just kind of do, do it. it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Instead of like having to move to Korea to go play MapleStory. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I know basically mobile has kind of dominated. It, used, it went from basically like arcades to consoles to PCs to consoles to now mobile games are like most of the gaming market. I think they usually, it's like 50 to 60% of the money 50. spent in video games is on mobile. Yeah. And it's insane. Yeah. Like gaming as an industry last year, I think did like $180 billion. <laughs> and like, yeah. oh, and, I, and I think 110 of that was mobile. For like basically ass. the past decade, gaming as an industry has been so much more has made so much more money than the movie industry. Yeah. Oh, like and for so long they you know as a kid growing up, people are like, oh, people who play video games are just kids. They're you know yeah. it's, it's for kids or whatever. Yeah. And yeah. I remember getting told that all the time. Mm -hmm. And Me so too, every up. single time I get told by like an old person that like, oh, why do you still play video games? You're an adult. I'm like, yeah. Video games literally make like double the amount the movie industry makes. Yeah. Why do you Why do you still watch TV? Yeah. When... So also, stop playing Farmville. I, I mean, I've made this comparison before, <laughs> but like, if you go to Best Buy, look at how much of the percentage of the stores now have video games compared to what it used to be. Mm -hmm. yeah. Even just like computer stuff, computer. Just Just gaming in general. There used to be like, like anything revolving yeah. around it. There used to be like one aisle, and now it's like one aisle is just for keyboards, and one aisle is just yeah. for headsets, one aisle is just yeah. Yeah, just for like PC parts, and mm -hmm. there's one aisle just well, for gaming computers now. 
Well, and I think yeah. I think also with um, with mobile and computers and everything, there's just so much access to it now, unlike how it used to be. It used to be like, oh, I'm going to buy my kids a Nintendo. And, and, you know, there's a lot of people that think like, oh, I don't play video games. I'm not a gamer. And I mean, I, I'm, we, I'm sure we all have our own opinion on that. But hey, when your mom's playing Candy Crush, like she's playing video games. She might not yeah, think she that is. she is, but she is. She's been bamboozled. I wouldn't consider her a gamer. I oh, I wouldn't either because... Group as me. But she is technically playing a video game, and I'll rub it in her face. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> for all the time growing up, we're like, oh, games are for kids. And, like, aren't you, like, level yeah. 800 on Candy Crush? Haven't like, you yeah. spent, like, $1,000 on Candy Crush already? Yeah. yeah and She's anyway. like, get on my level, scrub. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, mom, aren't you playing Sudoku on your phone? I'm like, this is not a game. She's it's like, puzzle. <laughs> shut up, noob. Yeah. <laughs> shut up, noob. <laughs> yeah. So, this is the thing. I know we talked about this a little bit, but I, I wanted to read this paragraph, too, because I thought it was important. Since we're the, uh, real quick, I did want to touch on um, the average player spending in free to play games eighty seven dollars. Mm-hmm. I want to note that because the average video game cost is still sixty dollars. Yeah, exactly. So in twenty fifteen, they found that if you went with a free to play model, chances are you were you would make more money per person mm-hmm. who would play your game, which is yep. insane to think about. Which it's crazy because the game the game award reference for the five hundred fifty dollars is that's five hundred fifty dollars based off average off the people that actually paid money in the game the the free to play games average is just based off of everyone that plays free to play games yeah. in general yeah so that's like literally I don't know I'm sure that's based off the year but still eighty seven bucks a person and you know I'm sure a majority of that's like Fortnite and League of Legends and whatever and Dota well, not back whatever twenty fifteen. Huh? Oh, not Fortnite, but League of Legends still, and probably well, yeah, I think, I think Dota is just starting. I think something with, with like League of Legends is you know, you know, we've played League of Legends for like ten years now, mm-hmm. and over the ten years, how many times I've been like, oh, I'll put twenty bucks into it. Yeah, which yeah. which which I don't mind doing because if I'm enjoying the game, it's I don't mind paying, even though I don't like the company that owns them. I I yeah, I don't like where the money's going, but I. They provide me entertainment, so to me to like throw a cup, like throw twenty bucks from every once in a while. But yeah, has that added up over sixty bucks? Absolutely, I've definitely given more yeah. than sixty bucks. Yeah, but, but you gotta think, yeah. you gotta think, you could pay fifty, sixty bucks right now for uh, you know Miles Morales and get seven hours of it. Yeah, or you yeah. go play League for free for fifteen hundred hours. I know people that play League like for 10 years and haven't spent a single dime on it because they're like i don't care about cosmetics or well, it's like mm-hmm. oh i had like somebody gift me one skin and that's and it. one thing like, they've, they've done with a lot of these games because even like i know overwatch is a little different with loot boxes but you can get all of that stuff for free yeah like i know everybody in the world has amazon prime right now they give free skins out yeah. every like month every yeah. like couple yeah. months in league of legends you get free skins in the game just for that and also you get it leveling up and actually just playing the game. You get free stuff in the game. So you don't actually have yeah. to spend anything. They give everything yeah. to you. It just takes well, time. But, I mean, you get it. Yeah, and I think that's what I was talking about earlier with time like time and grind versus, like, value and money. Yeah. It's like, hey, there's a lot of games, free, like, you know, freemium games that if you have unlimited infinite time and, you've, and you want to do that, you can play League for thousands of hours for free and get tons of content, tons of skins, all that for free. Or, you know, a lot of people like, hey, I don't have, I can't play 50 hours a week, but I like this skin for this character, so I'm going to give them five, ten bucks for it, and it's not a big right. deal because I like the game, whatever. You know, there's... Imagine def- imagine what that average uh, player spending is with battle passes included now. Yeah. Because almost every free-to-play game has a battle pass. <laughs> That's 10 to 
every like month or two. Yeah, it's basically. League of Legends and does I think, that too with their seasons. They have they have seasons yeah. that come out with you to pay for them. Yeah, it's yeah. usually it's and, usually it's usually like almost a quarter, like two to three months. But still, yeah. even like that, like hey, if it's fifteen bucks and it's every quarter, that's sixty dollars a year right there without right. anything else just just <laughs> right. on a battle pass and the crazy right. thing about that is like unless those people like i mean like i i recently bought uh we've been playing apex legends and i paid ten dollars for the battle pass just for the heck of it and you did yeah i bought the battle pass just because we were playing a lot so i was like yeah whatever i'll get it and just like and i like and i like the game for now so it's like hey it's free i'll give them 10 bucks i usually i wouldn't do that but i was like whatever we're playing a lot so no big deal and do you is, do you feel like you got your money's worth out of that? Because that battle pass, at least the free version of it, was garbage. Oh yeah, it was. But the the paid version does have some stuff in it that I do want. Um, but obviously, okay. I have to play pay or play a lot to get it. Uh, yeah. And that's the one thing that's really funny about the battle pass is literally like you're paying them to play their game more. Yeah. I know that whole and that whole mindset is really strange. And if you don't know what a battle pass is, basically almost every game. Uh, you pay, and as you do certain achievements, as you just play the game naturally, you gain kind of experience towards the game, usually depending on how good you do playing the game. Mm-hmm. And you unlock cosmetics, um, usually 50 to 100 levels, and the higher you get, the better kind of stuff that drops for you, right? Right. Like so, every level, you get a drop of some sort, whether yeah. it's like a, a different banner for your name tag, or you get a skin for your characters, which are like the valuable ones, or yeah. you get like an emote that you can do, or a sticker you can yeah. spray on the ground. Like every game has different stuff, but every single level, you earn something. Mm-hmm. So it entices you to continue playing, and then usually you can see what you'd earn down the mm-hmm. row. So yeah. basically, if you got to level 100, you would get like usually it's like a very valuable looking skin yeah you know it's like the coolest thing a lot of them too will give you in-game currency throughout the entire Mm -hmm. battle pass too so that too a lot of them actually give you like i know call of duty warzone actually gives you enough to buy the next battle pass yeah Yeah, if you you grind it yeah which is kind of like a which is kind of big brain move because basically they're just you you think you're saving money you're like oh if i just grind this game then i don't have to pay the ten dollars for the next time that i want to play but all they're doing is just making you play the game more which is going to make you want to spend more exactly. money it's but just also, like a vicious cycle but also it makes you play the game more so then it boosts their player base mm-hmm. because we have so many people just constantly grinding for the game mm-hmm. and <laughs> like usually getting to the top of the battle pass means that this is the only game you're playing oh yeah for sure yeah, like which means you're not giving any you're not giving any other company money for a or, or attention and i guarantee or, you <laughs> or big brain move you don't even finish the battle pass mm-hmm. and they didn't even technically they didn't like have to work for that money oh yeah all. yeah so basically you only got like you're, quarter or half the you're paying them to give yourself Waste like money. an artificial experience <laughs> bar right yeah and and you know slowly unlock stuff if you want to grind but i know like yeah. any battle pass that i've ever bought which is very like i think i've bought like three or four my whole life mm-hmm. i've never like fully unlocked a battle pass no, I've never. because it's just like because usually, like, not other than the fact that we, like, game hop a lot. It's just the fact that, like, I don't usually stick on one game, like, constantly. Now, if, yep. like, Path of Exile had a battle pass, and that's, you know, that's another story. But, <laughs> but you know, most games are, like, Apex. It's like, you know, I'll go play Apex for a couple matches, and then I'm kind of done. Like, I'm not going to sit there and grind and play Apex for eight hours straight. I can't do it. Well, not only people, that, people yeah, can. but, like, you know, if, if we're all three playing Apex, and then I get on and you guys aren't on, I'm not going to play by myself. Mm-hmm. And that's right. the same with Warzone. Yeah. Like Warzone is something I will wait. I won't gotta play it by myself. I'm gonna wait for everybody else to get on, and then I'll play. And then yeah. if nobody's on, I just don't play it. 
Mm-hmm. And then if I don't, you guys, we don't happen to play together for a week. That's a whole week I didn't play the game. And I mean, it's yeah, just, that's exactly. And then we are like, ah, I don't kind of feel like playing anymore. And then we just don't play mm-hmm. it. You know? Yeah. You, you guys want to hear a really good joke? Uh, Player knows Battlegrounds has a battle pass. Really? <laughs> uh-huh. they, yeah, they've had them for years now. Um, yeah, they've had them for a while. Which is crazy because because like you the the like the graphics and everything in the game are like so bad. I don't even know how you tell the different cosmetics. But they <laughs> they went they went the route of Fortnite where people can dress up like dinosaurs and stuff and like yeah, costumes. Yeah, they went like they they went from like a serious reason... game to like a goof troop. <laughs> yeah, that's one reason why I like the game. Was because it was somewhat serious was Battle Royale. It wasn't Fortnite, basically. But now, but now it's like everybody's running around with like literal costumes on. Yeah, pretty much. Everybody's a mascot. So, so, so that was a total sidetrack, even though it's part of the conversation. So I yeah. want let me read this one paragraph, and then we'll keep moving on. So on the PC in particular, two problems are two problems are video game video game piracy and high system requirements i know we talked about this earlier that's a myth though yeah the video game piracy that's a myth yeah we already true we already talked about that and with the uh we debunked that in our piracy episode (laughs) yeah go listen that's like a couple weeks ago or a month ago go listen to the piracy episode yeah the free-to-play model attempts to solve both these problems by providing a game that requires relatively low system requirements and at no cost and consequently provides a highly accessible experience funded by advertising and micro payments or microtransactions for extra content or an advantage over players i know basically i love how i love how wikipedia is so I like know. old school about these yeah. names. Shareware. Like, wow. Micro payments. <laughs> micro you mean payments. microtransactions? It's macro payments, boys. Let's do it. Yeah. So basically, um, I think it's funny now that I know like we talked, it's not even a free to play thing, like that NBA and, and like two K interactive are like, oh let's just put in game actual advertisements and you have to constantly be on the internet to do it. So we can just constantly yeah. get new advertisers to pay, just yeah. like on T V and we'll everything just, else. Yeah. Crazy. We'll just stream new advertisements to you. You know, and I know another uh oh, well let's we'll just get into this because this is what I was gonna talk about anyways. <laughs> so let's talk about you got free to play games, right? You're loading up a game and you're like, Oh man, I'm so excited and you're like, Oh, what's that? There's like a new shiny like surprise mechanic on my screen. What is this thing? you know? And they send you a little loot crate and you, you play some crazy music and like all glowy and sparkly and you're brain drops like four iq and you're like oh my goodness a legendary dropped a legendary jpeg i don't even know what it is but i'm super hyped about it because it's like there's rainbows popping off and it's definitely not marketing team like worked with the graphic design team to make this we're going to talk about pay to win boys and we're going to (laughs) talk about i know that's very long drawn out explanation but pay to win i think someone almost probably everyone has experience in it you know, you're sitting on your couch. We have experience now. Yeah. Destiny. Yeah, Destiny too. <laughs> you're sitting on your couch. You're playing Angry Birds. You're getting roughed up by those pigs. And you you just can't kill them. And you're like, man, I really I really just want to like skip this level. But they're like, ah, you got to watch this ad or you got to pay some money. And you're like, ah, man, Angry Birds is tough. You know what I mean? And, <laughs> and then you're like, well, you know it would be cooler than playing Angry Birds? Go ahead and open up some loot boxes. I mean, surprise mechanics. Sorry, EA in Belgium. You got to go open up some loot boxes. <laughs> so basically, pay to win, in my opinion, is der- the the definition to me of pay to win, and they had this huge long drawn out thing, is pay- being able to pay directly for power in a video game. That's mo- that's what I take away when you say a game is pay to win. Is power that- 
by power do you mean gameplay advantage yes basically advantages if i if and i know this is massive like absolutely massive in china and there's a huge fps game called crossfire and in that game not only do you have to rent the guns imagine playing counter-strike and you're like oh you want to buy an ak you have to rent it for a day or seven days or a month gosh and you got to pay real money to do that and you can buy special ammo you can buy gold bullets that one shot people you can buy ammo that's like has poison on it so like you shoot someone and they just like slowly start dying all that is like why do people play that and it's like super super that's what i would consider pay to win right when you get a huge advantage yeah yeah so It says here, I want to read this. Market research indicates that pay-to-win mechanics are considered much more acceptable by players in China than in Western countries, possibly because Chinese players are more habituated to reoccurring costs associated with gaming, such as gaming cafe fees. They also, hmm. one thing that I know, and hey, go listen to our East versus West game uh, design episode. I don't know what episode it is. You'll figure it out. Um, one thing that I've known are, yeah. is that... I thought that was our worst performing one, but it's not. No. One thing that I know is, um, especially in in China, this is a huge issue. And hey, China basically has the biggest gaming market in the world. They do. Yeah, like there's literally like yeah. there's I mean there's a billion plus people in China, and like I think there's like five or six hundred million of them play games, right? Mm-hmm. And I mean the market is dominated by Chinese money. Tencent oh, yeah. is the biggest gaming company in the world. And their annual revenue is like I think their company is worth almost six hundred billion dollars from what I looked up earlier, which is just like amazon levels it's crazy yeah and and as as being one of the biggest companies and basically the biggest market in the game a lot of companies and a lot of people um kind of basically they'll test their game and they'll test their gameplay models and stuff in the u.s and and everywhere else and then they'll put in china and then they'll just make it the most egregiously pay-to-win garbage that you've ever seen in a game and they're they find it okay because it's okay in their culture and everything to pay for power directly because it's kind of like, it's kind of like an ego thing. It's like, Oh, look at this. I'm better than you versus where we might think like our culture and everything like, Oh, that's kind of like, you're just like literally paying for that. It doesn't mean anything. You're paying for like pixels, but they're like, Oh, but look at my pixels, dude. I got big old wing dragon wings, bro. (laughs) (laughs) But I think what's crazy, and I'm sure you guys have an opinion on stuff like loot boxes and just directly paying, directly paying for any kind of huge advantage, like that's not in overseas. That's not a big deal. Where here, it's apparently it's becoming not a big deal because people do it all the time. Look at FIFA. Look at Madden. Look at all these. Look at all I these mean, things that and they may not be free to play, but it's just like that model is acceptable too. They were getting like, why, 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 why did they ever think it was a good idea? I still think it's stupid that they would give, they had like cards in that game that gave you bonuses. Mm -hmm. Why would they ever do that in that game? God, what a stupid idea. And then they did, (laughs) it it was a stupid idea. That that should have never been part of that game. But they did loot boxes for that too. I mean, and yeah, it's kind of funny that you said like, uh, you know, there's like rainbow shootout and like, apex does it overwatch does it where like it like pops up with a color it's like gold and it's like makes noise Mm -hmm. and it's funny that they've been fighting about calling it gambling if you've Mm -hmm. ever been to a casino what happens when you when you when you win big on a slot machine it goes crazy Mm -hmm. and yeah yeah and there's tons of of like lights and sounds and you're like bells and and whistles and all that stuff it's like like, whoa it's like like it does all this stuff they do that stuff on purpose to make you want to do it again and that's mm-hmm. exactly what because it feels do. good. 
and, feels it's endorphin rush. Yeah. Yeah. And the Lupox don't do it don't they don't do it as much, but it's still like oh the gold you got the finally got oh, the legendary. I, like, I, uh, I think I think at this day and age it's the exact same thing. I mean no, no, I, it is. I mean it's I think we all agree same. that I think we all agree that loot boxes are legit straight up gambling for I, children. Yeah, I mean like the the visual and sound isn't yeah. quite that level yet, but if if they don't get it in an, if they don't control it, I mean they can do whatever they want. And obviously they can because they're doing it right now. Um John, did you know about uh, Call of Duty World War II's loot box uh, controversy? I remember, I knew they had them, and I probably will remember once you say it. Yeah, so there was a lobby on <laughs> on Normandy Beach that you would get into with other mm-hmm. people. Yeah, yeah. And you would open your loot boxes, and a supply crate would drop down from the sky, and you could open your loot box in front of people, and they could see what you get. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If that's not gambling, like straight that's up exactly a, what happens a in a casino yeah. where mm-hmm. other people can see what you're opening, yeah, then I don't know what gambling is. Yeah, and then you start freaking out when you get something good. I mean, Counter-Strike right. perfected that. Counter-Strike, oh, I mean, yeah. Counter-Strike, you're in a game. I, honestly, Counter-Strike, oh, well, yeah, yeah that's, that's just like saying in chat what you get. Honestly, I think Counter-Strike's loot box system is probably one of the worst hmm. in in the sense of like... It's literally a slot machine. It's a slot machine, but it's also like the least enticing. I just yeah. never care about opening this stuff. I just want to skip ahead to like see yeah. what I actually get. Yeah. Whereas in Apex Legends and Warzone and stuff like opening those loot boxes like it's actually enjoyable because mm-hmm. there's like a cool animation and stuff mm-hmm. like that well it's even yeah. even with the counter-strike know. loot boxes like they have they show you the gold it's there it's mm-hmm. but it's funny because yeah, that yeah, is not that it. is not a real wheel it's a computer program yeah. doing whatever it wants it doesn't just because it's yeah, there yeah. doesn't mean you'll ever see that and it's like yeah. yeah even in the casinos too like that's all numbers and computer chips and stuff there's yeah. it's not really like just randomly picking something it knows exactly what it's doing and mm-hmm. now I it knows who and, exactly is going to be winning next and because I, it's yeah, like you know, time. I got right. sort of lucky in Counter Strike Go because I I got a hundred fifty dollars skin and I sold it. Like, mm-hmm. and yeah. that's the luckiest I've ever been with any of that stuff. But but how much did you pay to get to that point? I don't remember. Too much. I don't think I don't think I ever went crazy with blue boxes <laughs> in that game to where I went like under. I think I probably went even probably in the end something like yeah, that. I did not. I did not break even in Counter Strike Go. Not even, <laughs> not even close. <laughs> <laughs> not a, but, not even close especially yeah considering that you got scammed out of a knife <laughs> yeah anyways talk, you asked me about that on discord and i'll tell you my tale of woe and sadness oh my and god and why not why not to take uh straight up gave somebody a, a what was it like 300 dollars knife no it was like 80 bucks was it yeah it was no, like it, it was, was no it was a garbage that. knife that i had no, yeah, that's why you don't take uh, prescription meds from your dentist and play <laughs> Counter-Strike Go. But with the loot boxes that we've been talking about, there are countries that are taking a stand. I can't remember. Belgium, mm-hmm. I think. Is, Belgium, is, yeah, Belgium. Belgium is like a big It's a one. lot of EU countries. EU, yeah. They're starting to fight back and they're like, no, you're not going to give our children yeah. gambling addictions. Sorry. And, yeah. No, no, no. They're surprise mechanics. EA's lawyers I can't said, believe they said that. Quote, that's so stupid. Yeah, like, well, okay, what is it? What is gambling? It's a surprise mechanic. Yeah. Surprise! We took your money and gave you nothing. Yeah, surprise! We're robbing at least, you. At least, <laughs> when you go to Vegas, you get cheap hotels. Like, 
No, <laughs> at least like I mean like at least you get something cool out of Dude, going like me me getting me getting mugged on the street is a surprise mechanic. Surprise, <laughs> give me your wallet. It's the same thing as what EA's doing when you play FIFA. Yeah. Surprise, get in the car. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I wanted to read this last, before we move on to uh, our part, kind of part two of this, I wanted to read this last paragraph. One, because I feel like whoever wrote this Wikipedia article just like wrote this in Chinese or something and translated it to English because it's like god awful. But I just thought it was really funny I was reading it because they threw Rocket League in here. And if you, I'm sure if you've listened to the show before, you already know our stance on Rocket League. We have our, we have a, a whole yeah. myri- myriad of issues with Rocket League now. But, yeah. so, in response to concerns about players using payments to gain an advantage in, in the game, titles such as Rocket League have explicitly committed to not giving players any advantage over their non-paying peers, while allowing the users, users buying the quote-unquote gold or quote-unquote premium ammo and expendables without paying the real money. <laughs> However, features... That was all one sentence. Yeah, that was yeah. all one sentence. However, features affecting gameplay and win rate, such as purchasing a 100% crew training level, a premium account, premium vehicles, and converting experience points to free experience points, remain available to the paying customers only. So I have no idea what that, that paragraph was trying to accomplish. Yeah. So... <laughs> That last that that entire paragraph had absolutely nothing to do with Rocket League. Yeah, I just wanted to I, throw yeah. that in there. <laughs> I was very confused reading that. It's like, oh, remember when you're playing Rocket League? I guess doing drive-bys don't get buy gold premium ammo. I don't understand. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, I know I've uh, I tried for a long time to get my crew at 100 percent training level when I played Rocket League, <laughs> but <laughs> you didn't have the premium account, dude. And though. don't Why? and don't forget to pay to uh, deflate the ball. <laughs> And I, yeah, I, yeah. I tried very hard to convert all my experience points to free experience no, points. No, the I think the New York Patriots are the ones that pay to deflate the balls. I'm not sure. Yeah, I, did, I don't watch football, so I, I couldn't either. tie that directly into like what team or person. I don't. Did I don't it. watch sports either. But hashtag DeflateGate. We're bringing it back. Yeah. 2020. Yeah. <laughs> so, so remember that whenever you're using payment pay to win mechanics, always convert your experience points to free experience points. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a game offhand that we played where it was actually pay to win. <laughs> what destiny uh, well i did play Destiny. i'm trying to think of like that oh well that's a good segue john because we're about to get onto the list of games that we've played oh, that yeah. have there we go. yeah here we go so we have broken this down into <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> i'm just gonna throw this out there right now i'm i'm gonna be very a very small part of this episode again because i can't <laughs> stop coughing to save my life thanks for saying that at one hour and 20 minutes <laughs> I have gotten They've already up, stopped listening in an hour yeah, ago. I've gotten up so many times already. <laughs> they already, already forgot you were the third host. I've gotten up so many times already to go to the bathroom and just like stare at myself in Die. the mirror. And <laughs> Sadness. I actually got up a little bit and I was like gad because I was coughing so bad. And, Good yeah, God. Um, so the parts of the show where you don't hear John talking, half of that is him not even being here yeah, at all. I'm, it's yeah. not because we're muting him. It's because yeah. he like literally got up, which is, <laughs> which is fine. The other part is like I'm, I know I'm editing this. And I'm going to c- try to cut out as much of him coughing as possible, yeah. but it's going to slip in there. I can't help it. Anyways. Just know I'm, but, I'm here in spirit. He's here in spirit. Yeah. Anyways. Hopefully he's not here in spirit in the future yeah. if he doesn't die. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I kind of broke this down. Uh, John did some, gave us some good hot spicy notes mm-hmm. for basically a, a lot of majority of the big free to play games on the market, and some random games that aren't big but John's played that are free to play. Yeah, like Blade and Soul. Hey, anyways, we'll 
Anyways, so I kind of broke this down into three different categories and we're just going to kind of go over our opinions and not necessarily dig deep into each game because that's not really the idea of what we wanted to do. But uh, we have three main categories of what we consider free to play type of kind of business models. Um, so there's actual free to play games with no pay for advantages. Uh, and that would be stuff like uh, Warzone, Call of Duty Warzone, or Fortnite, which is pretty much you just pay for cosmetics. Even if you pay for the Battle Pass, like we just talked about, you're just getting cosmetics. That's pretty much yeah. it. And yeah. uh, there's that's not really a pay. I mean, I consider it a pay to win advantage if I can look like John Wick while I'm shooting kids in Fortnite. Yeah. But that's just <laughs> but that's just me or Thanos and like snap and kill everyone on the yeah, server. Yeah. You know, fifty percent. Fifty percent of like the the, the, <laughs> the beginning player base gone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, I do just... think Warzone, at least in the battle royales, as far as I'm aware. It's pretty much all cosmetics, yeah. but I believe they have some other crappy things going yeah, on. Yeah, I every other. Dude, yeah, I think in their, I think in the multiplayer, like zombies they, and multiplayer. Yeah, I think uh, in the multiplayer they have loot boxes and stuff. But I, as far as just just Warzone, it's basically just cosmetics. I've never been a fan yeah. of zombies, so I don't know anything about that. Yeah, um, I do like, so, I do well, like, you know, we give Fortnite a lot of crap, and I'm not, def- I'm not defending it other than saying. They have st- they have stayed to just cosmetics, and mm-hmm. they've yeah. killed it with the cosmetics. They have the coolest oh, cosmetics yeah, yeah. I've ever seen in a video game. They it's very it's very <clears throat> annoying that they do. Like, it's very annoying that like, they have just they really have like cool death cosmetics. troopers. They have like all the Star Wars stuff. I'll never ever get over the fact that they had a Fortnite only like trailer for this new Star Wars movie. That when I started when I watched. The, like the last Star Wars movie, mm-hmm. it it started off of a video they played on Fortnite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they launched the the trailer for I think Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Like the first time, the premiere of the trailer was in Fortnite. So you had to get in Fortnite to watch the trailer in Fortnite. So you know, and, so, the, and then after that, I they didn't... started putting it on YouTube. Well, no, not even that. Too bad that last shit I killed my interest in the entire There's, series. Like whenever you first start that that last movie, the mm-hmm. uh, uh, he Palpatine's already talking. And you're like, whoa, like it didn't even like give you any context for that mm-hmm. because the context yeah. is all in Fortnite. Like they didn't even have any trailers for that. That was all in Fortnite. <laughs> I have to say the Fortnite Star Wars events that they've had pretty much every single Christmas period mm-hmm. have been awesome. Oh, dude. Yeah. They... Running around with a lightsaber, deflecting bullets and cutting people down in like <laughs> one stroke is the funnest thing in the world. Almost I mean, as fun as taking out the younglings. That, that's and they just and they have they just came out Wolverine. They have like they have like every Marvel's character. I've always kind of been fascinated with like with like Death Troopers and stuff. I always thought their armor looked really cool, and they have that yeah. that's in the game. Like I mean, it's just they're, yeah. they're killing it with the cosmetics, unfortunately. And they just hey, they just have hey, the cash. I mean, yeah. Hey, do you guys want to get an angry email? Mandalorian's garbage. And, <laughs> not only that. Uh, <laughs> I just saw something else. When you go to the store uh, now, go look at all the Nerf guns. They're not; they're all Fortnite guns now. Yeah, I know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which, which is actually a pretty cool transition because when you're playing Fortnite, it feels like you're using Nerf guns. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because yeah, I, I hate the shooting mechanics. I, I hate the game. So uh, let me let me tell you the other <laughs> so two bad. categories, and then we'll kind of like jump into. Yeah each one individually so we have basically actual free-to-play games that are no advantages so basically pretty much strictly cosmetics like that's kind of the only free-to-play model that doesn't affect your gameplay other than looking cool like john wick or thanos or whatever 
Um, yep. And then the second category we have is somewhere in the middle is uh, what we're calling pay for convenience games, which is stuff like extra characters. This is like the largest. Yeah, this is basically uh, a majority of free free to play yeah, games yeah. Is in this category. Yeah. Um, yeah. this is, um, basically paying for characters, like special characters, paying for, you know, some, some, some types of cosmetics that actually alter your character. Um, and I know even in, even in, uh, some games, even like league, there's been different times where they've released a like unique or like legendary skin. That's a more expensive that actually can give you different advantages. And it's really weird to say really? that because I know that they, I know that they've changed some, but they had a unique, um, like a unique character and i can't remember who it was but whenever you recall back to your base it like put you in like a fake bush so you could recall next to a bush and it would literally like you basically went almost invisible while you're recalling and i think they ended up changing that because people complained about it but it's like that's what i would call like that's sort of pay to win ish you know um but really what pay to convenience is is like inventory slots um speeding up your time like progression in the game anyway like crafting Warframe is terrible that we've talked about. Warframe is literally the <laughs> the timer simulator. Warframe is basically a mobile game disguised as a it PC is. game. It's so bad. Yeah. It's <laughs> such a bad state right now. Yeah. So uh basically for examples for this category, I, I we'll get to that after I tell you. We'll go we'll come back. We'll come back. Okay. So that's basically like the middle tiers. Like there's free to play games that have been purely based off cosmetics, which which there's very few that can run off of Fortnite is definitely like its own yeah. category. Pretty the much. The funny thing is the the three games that we have listed: Fortnite, Dota, Underlords, and Warzone. The only games that are really basically fueled by cosmetics are also owned by the largest companies mm-hmm. in yeah. the world. Yeah. Fortnite yeah. is owned by Epic. Dota Underlords is owned by Valve. Warzone is owned by Activision. <laughs> yeah, but and all they... three of those companies can afford. Yes. To have the manpower to fuel the game based solely off of cosmetics. And another thing that is funny connection to that is that Fortnite originally was fueled by the single player paid paid game that was forty dollars. Yeah, Dota Underlords is a it's based off a uh, the MOBA Dota Two, which is free to play with a microtransaction shop. And Call of Duty Warzone is based off of Call of Duty, which you have to pay sixty dollars for all the time. Yeah, it's kind of funny yeah. to think so, that except Call Warzone of Duty started as a single player game, and now it is it is a multiplayer game. That is it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, okay. So the third category that we have is just straight paying for power, pay to win games that pretty much do it fairly egregiously, in my opinion. And basically, this is just gonna be the category where we just kind of crap on stuff for a little bit. So. <laughs> Well, I want to save that one for last because I feel yeah. like that would be the most entertaining to end. Okay, so... Oh, wait, we have one more category. Oh, yeah. The FU games, uh, which is Destiny because they literally take away content you paid for. Oh, okay, cool. cool. So that's the fourth category. It's basically just Destiny being an actual dumpster fire. So yeah. we'll call that the dumpster yeah. fire category. Also, preface, when we're listing these games, free-to-play models are like a two hand a two-edged double-edged sword yeah. that's that saying two-edged that sword <laughs> yeah um they are really good uh because they can help you out to get into a game really easily but they also can like screw that up really quick yep. with one update yes yeah. so yes, destiny literally a couple weeks ago fantastic free to play game to get into mm-hmm. since the update absolutely butchered the game yeah. and it's not a good game to play at all even when you want to just try it out as a free-to-play game so yeah. all of these games that we're about to list here are subject to change and literally tomorrow could turn into a pay-to-win like yeah. dumpster fire 
Yeah. And and that's so keep that and, in mind. And that is the and that is the actual big difference too to keep in mind that the difference between actual free to play games and buy to play games is that whenever you pay for something up front, if you buy a triple A sixty dollar game, you have that expectation of you know a finished product that's sixty dollars. Yeah. Now that doesn't always happen, but if you pay money up front, you have the expectation of an actual product that you're going to get content out of. When you go to a yeah. free to play game, they can literally do whatever they want because you're not paying yeah. anything, yeah. so they can. They can, and they're usually, I mean, companies are getting really good at giving you the illusion of having a lot of content available. I mean, even like Destiny before when they did, you know, having a lot of content and then you, you know, some games you slowly start to realize like, oh, wait, I'm just doing the same thing over and over again, but they've tricked me. They've tricked me into thinking that's okay, <laughs> which, hey, in some games, you know, it works out. So obviously, other than the fact that the first category is just paid free to play games that just have cosmetics. Um, what are y'all's opinion on that? Um, I I would also kind of lump in League of Legends. Kind of is two categories. League of Legends is yeah is literally the free to play game. Like it it it'll go into pay for convenience too because there is they there is more than just cosmetics. There's a lot of stuff you can pay for or you can you can pay for in that game. But I I mean I've enjoyed some free. I've used to play Fortnite a lot, and on, quite mm-hmm. honestly, if there was no building in Fortnite, I would still be playing it. I hate building yeah. in that game. I think it sucks, and that's why I don't like. That's that is why I don't play that game because of the yeah. building. And uh, and even if you bought the single player game, you can fund your battle royale skins if you play mm-hmm. this because it'll give you the in game currency if you play the single player. And that's what one of my friends does. He has like almost every skin in the game because he, <clears throat> he played the single player. Hashtag V bucks and yeah. mom's credit cards. Well, I mean, if if you pay that initial like forty bucks, whatever, which I I have. <laughs> yeah. What I mean, like it's a single player game, so you're paying you're paying for mm-hmm. the single player, which was good. It's an actually good game. The, the experience, yeah. But they don't give a crap about it because they don't make they make less money. They're so not making money. Yeah. It's just like H one Z one. They could care less about this about the uh, actual survival, and they went to King of the Hill. Yeah. Oh my god, that game is still alive. No, it's dead. Yeah. Um. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I got I got a message saying they, it's it's donezo. No, it's H1, shutting down. No, no, H one Z one survive is like the actual like PVE that is dead. Every every H one Z one that game is done. The whole thing's done. Oh really? Oh, thing. I didn't know that. Wow. Um, as far as I know, they, I got a message yeah. saying like you know they're they're not doing anything else with it, and like I think you could like ask for your money back or something. But I put no. I put there's no. Way. I put too much time in it. I was like, it's not really right. So um, Dota Underlords. Your Boy Scout over here. Good God. <laughs> well, I mean, I did play it a lot, and I got my yeah, time. No, up, I know. But, I know. Um. Honestly, Dota funny. Underlords, uh, I don't remember. That what was you, like a what do you what that could you? Soup, that was a, that was a fad. What could, Dota Underlords didn't even, didn't even have a store at launch. Had nothing. Yeah, okay. that's why we stopped playing it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I couldn't then, spend my my money, <clears throat> so I just left. Warzone, <laughs> ah, dude, their cosmetics are expensive. Like they mm-hmm. they now I will give it to them. They have a ton of content to buy. Like mm-hmm. they actually do have really cool skins and sprays and all that stuff, but man, they are expensive, and they're. But but do they do? Any, they, but they don't have anything that's for sale that is actually giving you advantage or no. that is like affecting affecting your game other than like oh that guy looks cool because he's only like thing a, that you can say or something. is that they do sell like gun schematics that come with certain uh-huh. stuff already on them, but you can yeah you could kind of say that because you could get some stuff early, like that yeah. you would have to unlock. 
that so that would be more of like a pay for convenience yeah because it doesn't Kinda, it doesn't make you any the only thing you could say it's pay to win just because it might make you're gonna have less recoil yeah but that's that's kind of a, ugh. Um, but and that's the thing too and that's and and we didn't know dakota and i didn't know enough about warzone itself and like as far as we could tell like pretty much the majority of stuff is cosmetics it's all cosmetics it's there's small small performance changes on a gun if yeah and quite honestly a lot of those schematics i don't even want that stuff on it and yeah uh so yeah yeah and one and one thing that we found out from playing Call of Duty Warzone is that if you're bad at the game, it doesn't matter how much money you spend, you're still going to be bad at the game. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't I mean, matter. Doesn't matter if you have a sniper rifle that can shoot through walls. If you're terrible, you're. If I have die. a fully upgraded gun and I play against somebody who's better than me with a crappy gun, they're going to kill me either way. So it doesn't really matter. Yeah, yeah. What do you th- What do you guys say, Dakota, about this first category? I yeah, do, I, I mean, this is the. I feel like this is the way that free to play games should be fueled. Now but it's. I understand that it's difficult if you're a smaller t- uh, studio. And yeah. I'm glad that you brought this point because I honestly didn't think about that until you said it. That literally the three biggest games that can afford to just be fueled by cosmetics are actually not being fueled by cosmetics. They're being fueled by yeah. a giant parent company that can afford to basically loan out the money to them to just test the waters and see what they can. And do. I mean these these well not Dota Underlords but Warzone and Fortnite have made a massive amount of money. Like it's pure profit oh yeah and they and they just print they're just printing money and how many people like, do you constantly. think they're like hey because whenever you start that game you can also click on the actual modern warfare like the multiplayer mm-hmm. how many people do you think yeah. bought that just i i kind of almost did because i i was playing with other people and mm-hmm. i'm glad i didn't but i mean like how many people do you think i'll spend like another 30 i think it was 60 bucks but like i'll spend 60 bucks so i can play more than one mode how how many how many people do you think got tricked into buying modern modern warfare because they didn't know how to get to their menus and to warzone a lot probably a lot <laughs> so i think um with that being said ideally for a free-to-play game and experience i mean obviously it's ideal that you could just fuel the game by cosmetics um but uh, that's yeah that's not really that's not really the I, what happens in the majority of games. And I know that the pay for convenience model is pretty much the main model for almost every game. You know, you're buying characters, you're, you know, even like Valorant and League of Legends. You, when a new champion comes out, you have to pay for it with money. Sometimes they'll let you pay for it with, you know, in-game currency, but that takes That's forever to, to get. I think League of Legends, when the new, I don't know how it is anymore, but when the new Legend uh, champions came out, you were not able to buy them with the currency until like a week mm-hmm. after they released. Yeah, yeah, you were only able to buy them with real yeah. money for a week, and then you could buy them. So, I mean, we have a bunch of examples on here, but I know that most people, you'll be able to figure it out. Basically, the things you're looking for, instead of going through every single game, because this stuff changes so rapidly yeah. with patches and all this other stuff, basically what you're looking for is any way any games that you can pay for characters you can pay for inventory space you can pay to speed up any type of progression whether it's like oh i paid five bucks and i get double xp for a week or i get extra currency or oh maybe i buy this battle pass for 10 bucks in real money and then i can get boosts and all kinds of stuff right that's a majority of games nowadays and each has their own problems and issues but i think realistically if you like a game I don't. I mean, I think we all agree. If you really like playing a game, I don't see it being a problem of you spending money and supporting the actual developer doing it. You know, I mean, I think there's also a fine line between that and just spending all of your money on skins and stuff. Yeah, I do think in a lot of these pay for convenience games, 
especially ones that deal with inventory slots, mm-hmm. Jones will agree. Oh yeah. Most of the titles have a kind of soft uh, limit. Yeah, like a yeah, soft cap. soft cap on like this what game. Basically, do. only need to spay tw- uh, spend twenty dollars to like Keep get going. past all of the annoyances. Yeah. Well, because you you had talked about Poe. Mm-hmm. There's like only twenty dollars worth of uh inventory slots that you need to purchase so that the game is like playable and yeah. you don't need to worry about it mm-hmm. War- warframe is kind of the same they limit how much inventory space you have for how many frames you have and how many weapons you have all that stuff mm-hmm. you basically only need to pay for like maybe 20 30 dollars worth mm-hmm. of platinum so that yeah. you can buy enough slots if you're a hoarder like i am yeah yeah and i think and i i know i've said it before on the show like you know, early in the year when i was playing path of exile a lot like i've spent a lot of money on path of exile but i've also gotten a lot of i personally have gotten a lot of money out of it from the amount of time that i've played now there is a lot of stuff that like hey i would i was so into the game i wanted to buy cosmetics and stuff and you know loot boxes gambling is always fun so <laughs> buy, you know buying cosmetics and stuff i felt like their system for their payment method i don't have a problem with it because everything that i own is permanent on my account and as long as i don't get yeah. banned i have that for life right so i cannot yeah. play poe and as long as the servers are open five years all my stuff will be sitting there right. um so you know they definitely have one of the better payment models you know even and even uh something like league which is one of the biggest games in the world most of the stuff that you can pay for that people pay for is skins now you can buy champions and you can do other stuff but a lot of that if you just play the game you can unlock albeit slowly you know you're kind of but but that's what we're talking about like you're paying for the convenience of not having to grind right you're paying for even something like warframe if you don't ever want to spend money you can grind to your heart's content and you Mm -hmm. can eventually basically unlock everything in the game just by playing the game for free yeah but most people are going to say okay if i grind for 100 hours or i could spend five dollars and skip that then i'm going to spend the five dollars right yeah you know and I think that's kind of the big thing is that what you have to be careful for in this category is like there's a difference between cosmetics and there's a difference between like the mobile game aspects of like, oh, if I'm crafting this, if I want to, it's going to take three days or I can pay five bucks and it'll be done instantly. Yeah. And then yeah. you kind of get that hooked on it or, you know, like even loot boxes and stuff, you get hooked on it and you're like, oh, it's, you know, it's only, it's only $2 and then I can skip doing this. I don't have to wait. Oh, it's only like $1.50. Oh, no, it's only $10. I'll do it. And then you're like oh man, I spent like $400 on Warframe this month because I (laughs) didn't want to wait for anything because I was impatient, you know? So I think that's one thing to be careful in this category. But unless you guys have anything, let's move on to this pay to win thing real quick. Knock this out. I actually forgot that we have one short question that we can answer after this. So we from the Discord. So we have just like, uh, we put four games here. uh, Hearthstone, The Old Republic, uh, War of Thunder, and Eve. And Hearthstone, I kind of picked that one out you know yeah that's literally opening up like if you've been watching twitch recently and everyone's opening up Yu-Gi-Oh cards and pokemon cards and all this stuff that's it's literally but worse because you're getting absolutely no value i've always felt that game is incredibly luck based whenever it came out y'all played it a lot and when i played it i was like man i am winning or losing games based on the luck of the draw yeah 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 it's 100 percent. i quit and uh we've talked about the old republic a ton in, in our show before like you know they they scam you out of a lot of things in that game unless you pay for it they take away uh ability slots you know all kind of experience but it's yeah. free john but it is free it's the same with those scrolls online the inventory space is a joke now that now yeah I, they got to make money somehow i completely understand that but there's a point where it's too much you're taking away yeah. too much 
Um, this is this is our egregious category of of like yeah. just don't play these games basically. Uh, War Thunder was it was an awesome game, a really cool flight sim game, like where you're you're just planes against planes. I think there's tanks and stuff mm-hmm. now. I think the game's probably dead, probably probably, but um, I know like there was there was hot, hot take. You could always like extend like get further in the game by if you're paying money and like the the oh yeah super pay like, to Spitfire in that game was was a ridiculously overpowered uh plane that people used and if you didn't have that you were just mm-hmm. getting killed instantly so like yeah. that was just more pay like pay to get further in the game more, more upgrades all that thing you know yeah um eve i don't have a ton of experience other than the fact that the tutorial was incredibly long and it took me forever just to even get through that to start the game and know what was happening because the tutorial was like hours long so yes. i would get halfway through yeah. and I'm like i have to leave like i don't have time to finish this and i, <laughs> I think i had to uninstall and reinstall the game to start over the end tutorial because it wouldn't let me yeah. restart it. Wow. Um, Eve is kind. Of, Eve is kind of like OG searches and like the OG pay to win space game. Yeah. <laughs> Good God. The one cool thing about Eve though is through doing stuff in game, you could pay for the sub, the monthly yes. sub, which is neat. Yes. But you can do that. Yeah, in like, that... You can do that in World of Warcraft now too. Yeah. Um, there's there's <clears> actually there's actually just I mean hey it may, actually that's a good point is what you know you play a game and you grind enough then you can get the currency whatever to pay for your monthly subscription for subscription games but i mean it's kind of like the same thing you guys are saying like the fortnite battle pass if you grind the battle pass enough you get enough currency to buy the next battle pass yep. you know but you gotta pay and to it's just, play the crap out of the game to get there exactly exactly it's just a way to keep them hooked like oh you know what and you know you could pay us 15 dollars a month and go work for like an hour or you know two hours and even a minimum wage job or you could play 500 hours of our game and pay for it for free like oh, that's such a better deal yeah <laughs> yeah so i i feel like any good game that's free to play is going to give you an option somehow to earn everything in game mm-hmm. whether it's through a grind or whatever yeah i feel like as long as they give you an option to obtain everything in game Mm -hmm. i personally give that like the seal of my approval of like okay this free-to-play game you're doing okay yeah you did you done you know that's what's so great about you know i just want to get back to league of legends that's all i want to talk about um i'm just kidding (laughs) what's the good thing about that game and you could say the same about Fortnite, even though you can't you can't play a single player yeah league of legends you can do literally everything everything the only thing you're yeah. missing out on is convenience and skins and that is it and like yeah. i said most of, all that stuff you can get for free if you play the game enough and yeah. yeah if they come out with a new game mode you can play it immediately like you don't have to pay for anything yeah and i yeah. think and i think well they also had the benefit of the doubt that their game was wildly successful and they make billions oh, yeah. of dollars a year. i mean yeah they're, they're so cool. they're so like, yeah. and they're and they're and they're owned by tencent the biggest video game company in the universe so the gap <laughs> yeah. when are we gonna start getting power? marvel skins in league of legends <laughs> it's soon <laughs> soon okay so hopefully that was very informative i didn't realize that this podcast is so long so we're gonna try to speed up this out the ending part of this um but uh i will read this question this is from brown monkey in the discord the guy that we've been waiting for six months to build his computer so <laughs> so everyone in the discord is just like every time he tells something they're like is your computer built yet and he's like oh, i'm still working on it I'm like oh, okay yeah so so i'm just i'm just uh, giving you a hard time we but we all are very excited for you because your computer sounds mm-hmm. awesome yeah, so, we have a cake ready and everything. It's starting to get moldy, so you need to hurry up. Yeah, the candles burned the hole on the table. <laughs> <laughs> like burned my house down. 
Okay, so he said, I was watching Shroud stream DayZ last night. He was talking about how games these days are all the same kind of playstyle now, just different games with the same style. There hasn't been any new style of games to come out for some time now. Do you think there will ever be, ever be a new style slash genre of games in the future? Okay. okay. Uh, quickly, I'm going to say Auto Chess has recently popped up in like the past two years. And probably died, basically. <laughs> and, and probably died, well, but it somewhat. was technically a new game. Yes. Like a new game mode. And I would say, so, actually, a good way to answer this question would be to go back about two weeks ago and listen to Dakota and John's modding episode, because pretty much, as they said, and you'll see my connection in a second, Dakota, you look very confused. Okay. <laughs> every, basically, every single new genre of game that's oh. come out that's been unique in the past probably 15 to 20 years has been a mod of a existing game. Battle, ba- Battle Royales was that auto chess is just a dota is just a dota mode old game mode and that came from originally before that came from starcraft you know um literally basically i mean even fortnite the battle royale came from that the original fortnite thing is just came from people wanting to play minecraft co-op against zombies you know like a survival game like i mean honestly i feel like big streamers have a lot of pool in what genres start up yeah because i'm pretty sure the battle royales people played battle royale mods Mm -hmm. you know the big streamers did and they're like oh this is super fun you know and then what would we get we got like 20 million different battle royale games in the next two years well i mean then look at auto chess well right uh big streamers started playing auto chess and now we have literally auto chess is a game yeah and then we have dota underlords we have all these different well, versions the big of one chess. is the big one is league of legends version auto chess tft is probably the biggest one out of yeah. all of them oh i totally team, forgot about team that. fight team fight tactics i mean my I, yeah. my wife plays that that's she doesn't even play league of legends anymore she plays team fight tactics which is just <laughs> auto chess of the league skin but it's crazy that and even i mean even speaking of that moba is in general one of the biggest franchises or you know genres in the world was literally just a mod and it didn't really blow up until league of legends you know they had dota and they had other stuff but that was the first like huge commercial success and that's just a mod that's what i'm saying go listen to the episode that they talked about modding because that kind of pertains a lot to that question but to answer his second question is like do we ever think there's going to be a new genre or style of games me personally after spending several hours looking at the video game draft, apparently next year we are going to get a metric crap ton of cyberpunk ripoff games. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I think that is the next, if I had to say like a genre is going to be like this sci-fi Deus Ex yeah. kind of cyberpunky. Um, what's the movie? What is the movie with Harrison Ford? Oh, that I can't uh, think of. Blade Runner. Blade Runner. Blade Runner. It's going to be um basically that kind of sci-fi futuristic cyber basically all ripoff of cyberpunk is next year yeah. in the future it's going to yeah, be yeah. that in that genre cyberpunk is going to be its own genre I'm by next so year. excited yeah <laughs> the problem is is that everyone's excited for cyberpunk 2077 and next year it's just going to be like trying to run off of that oh yeah same yeah. same you know I, energy i don't want to be the doom and gloom person but I kind of feel like the only new like gameplay modes or like genres we're going to get are multiplayer ones. Mm-hmm. I feel like so much of social media, especially video game social media, is focused around streamers and, and yeah. multiplayer games that like we're not going to get survival games yeah. like we did when YouTube was first starting up where mm-hmm. it was all about Let's Plays. Yeah. You know? 
I, I really feel like we're only going to get multiplayer games from well, here on out. Well, I would say the only other thing that I could say that would be a big, bigger success than it has been previously is just games that are social, stuff like Among Us that completely yeah. exploded because of YouTube and streamers. And, you know, obviously with quarantine and COVID and everything that like everybody had to stay home so they figure out what to do, you know, I feel right. like I hope more games that are not just social games that are easily accessible. I mean, look at, I mean, we've talked about Fortnite a ton this podcast. Mm-hmm. The reason why Fortnite's so big is because it's accessible to literally everyone. If you have a phone, you can yeah. play Fortnite. I mean, I'll bet yeah. it's going to be terrible, yeah. but you can <laughs> play it, you know? And like Among Us, it blew up because, you know, like literally the guy that asked this question, Monkey, the only way he's played Among Us with us is on his phone because his computer's yeah. not done yet. You know what I mean? I know he's like, why do you guys keep bringing that up on the podcast? <laughs> but... It's crazy. I hope that there's more games that realize that, hey, you know what? Maybe people want to play a game with more than four people. Counter-Strike Go, Destiny with three people parties. I hope there's more a a emergence of more party games that are more than four-player co-op. I'm so sick of four-player co-op games. Even though we don't hardly get four-player co-op games, hey, some people know more than three people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, why can't games have eight players, 16 players? Why can't I make a lobby with 80 players in a game if I want to? Maybe it will be like a tiny map and it will be crazy. But if I want to do that, let me do it. I mean, yeah. just like we always say, you know, the reason why we play on PC is because player choice is literally the best platform. That's why we play games on PC, because we have the most options. We ha- <gasps> Player choice is PC. Ooh. I just made the connection. Whoa. Wait, <laughs> edit this out, Jones, later. I'm just kidding. We're going to be rich. We're going to be rich. Whoa. John. That's John, so crazy. John, what do you think? I mean, I agree. Do you think there's going to be a new genres, VR? you excited for VR genre? <laughs> no. I think that um, <laughs> it's hard to imagine a new one because it's not there. It's just like trying yeah. to think of a new invention. Like, you just can't well, do it well, off the top of your head. But if... I I think I go ahead. Well, I I think there probably will be. There's always going to be something new, something some new uh, edge that something's going to have. There's I think there's always going to be some kind of evolution of something. Yeah, and, I mean and I, that kind of goes into modding. Like that modding modding is almost like evolution of gaming. So it's it it is there is going to be something new. Um, and I do agree. There's a lot of stuff's been pretty stagnant. Like it's like kind of all the same. But that's just what's popular right now. You could even yeah. like Battle Royale is now like that's that is what everybody wants to play. That's what that's what makes everybody all the money. And until yeah, something else. That's like that's like I always say about World of Warcraft. World of Warcraft until World of Warcraft dies, in my opinion, MMOs are not going to change at all into anything else, and we're not going to get they're not going to evolve. New World's probably not going to be that successful. It's probably going to make money, but it's probably not going to be this this the new greatest MMO that's been out. Mm-hmm. um it's not until world of warcraft dies nothing else is going to happen and yep that's true and until it's battle royale until, Fort, <sighs> until fortnite dies battle royales probably are not going to go anywhere yeah and and, it, and it's going to be forever because there's so many moms with so many credit cards yeah. and i agree like <laughs> cyberpunk's going to be the new the new uh set to where everybody's going to go to try and follow it and mm-hmm. you know try and make their own cyberpunk because look how many battle royale games to come out that suck from all these indie companies i don't know why they think they're going to be popular but i mean it's well, i mean you should, i think it's it is like fortnite like they they're hoping or like among us is the simplest game in the entire world and they are mm-hmm. rich because of that and yeah that was just luck like it's just that's what they're all they're hoping to get their their lucky set 
to to make to become like well fabulously wealthy. And I and I think the developers like from Among Us specifically, I mean, they're doing a really good job of not releasing any new content so that everyone <laughs> leaves their game. And the thing is, is that there's I've seen so many different clones on Steam and stuff already coming out. I guarantee you, on mobile, there's like a million different clones. This like yeah. if they don't get their stuff together within the next few months, no one's gonna be playing Among Us anymore. Not that they need to do it in the next month or two. The thing is, the thing is, especially with something like Among Us, it's not that the game is so amazing. It's the fact that you can socialize with your friends and you can like you know be deceptive and there's that whole part of it but it's that it's just a social it's like a social experiment game right so the reason it facil- yeah it's, it's facilitates it's, social interaction yeah, which is why it's popular yeah and because of and they wouldn't be nearly as popular if, if we weren't quarantined because everyone's oh, no. looking for yeah. that because they have that void right but the thing is <laughs> that's so crazy about among us is like this this is literally a flash game like this is literally just like kind of a <laughs> like a yeah. kind of a dumpster game like don't get me wrong for what they did for it being like low budget and a couple people made it like it's polished for what it is but i'm like it's just like a flash game that would be on new grounds like 15 years ago yeah, so yeah. and i don't know i'm like I, I don't know how many buckets of cash and apparently if you hire new people they're just counting your money like you guys didn't get on it like immediately <laughs> because the thing yeah. is like as much as i like playing with people on discord and group and everything it's like it's fun for a few hours or whatever because you're constantly playing with different people but that's the that's the only reason it's fun is because you're interacting with other people like the game itself is just kind of like whatever game right yeah yeah, yeah. so anyways that was really long drawn out and hopefully hopefully you guys liked this episode um i feel like i kind of ran this and talked like 85 percent of it so sorry if you don't like my voice you did the most research yeah 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 you did the research um yeah. uh one of our discord listeners uh blue Sirius, our our uh, friend from down south in mexico he always gets John and I's voice confused, and he kept saying, "He's like, man, John talked like seventy five percent of the episode." Not true. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and I was, and he was like, "You guys sound so like." And he was like, and I was like, I asked him the day, I was like, "Hey, I have a like legit question. Do I talk too fast on the podcast? Because sometimes I listen to it, and I'm like, I sound like I'm talking really fast." But they're like, oh, no. He's like, I can understand everything you're saying. He's like, yeah, John talks a lot on the episode, blah, blah. And I was like, false. False. That is false. <laughs> Especially in past episodes. Yeah. But okay. if you'd like to contact us, you can find us on our website at pcmrcast.com. We're on Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Discord. All the links for that is on the website. And there's a contact form at the bottom for you to fill out if you want to talk to us uh, <clears throat> with email and, and the such. And... Mm-hmm. We will read it on, and just as you see, like, if you have any questions or anything, you know, on our Discord, we have a thing for that where you can ask and we'll answer the question live on air that you will be able to listen to later after we've recorded it and put it online. <laughs> live, live on this <laughs> recording. Yeah, but pretty much. Yeah. We're also adding a new uh, feature onto the Discord, so you can join for free, but if you want to say anything in Discord, you have to pay us 25 Per letter. Yeah, per, per, per letter. Psst.